0: Two, one. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesson. my oh
1: yeah we done did it it's about that time we done did what they said we couldn't undo and then we didn't did it and now we're here to show you how we can do it we hit triple digits triple digits and tell them why quincy It is episode 100, 100. 100. 100. and uh as if you guys uh, couldn't. Oh, thank you for the trumpets. I definitely applaud the efforts there. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are. In oh yeah, man. We got the, the brass Quincy section Council. over here. <laughs> the Quincy Castle. <Council. laughs> the, the the castle. If you uh, will. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a brass section over here. You Bre- know what I mean? Just waiting in the wing. You know what I mean? We got Doc Lesnar on soprano. Say hello to the people, Doc Lesnar. Yeah. and of course myself Quincy Jones go and this is the Quincy Jones show but not just any episode of the Quincy Jones show again this is the 100th that's not any episode of the Quincy Jones show this is the 100th episode and as if you guys haven't already seen On uh, social media, it is a special episode. We have a very special guest. Yeah. Um, This couldn't have, you know, came timing-wise at a better time. Check your watch. Um, (laughs) Check your watch. The man of the hour. Oh. (laughs) He he, he smells like money. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Low low weights, high reps. (laughs) <laughs> oh no, um, man, I'm pumped! I'm yeah, we, I, I mean, mean he pre- he's been on the show before. Yeah, we, was, we just had a great say. interview. It was like right before he jumped to and to, and, and this is before he he had heard anything. He said he hadn't even talked to anyone yeah. from over there. He, he got snubbed for the 205. Or he not got two oh five but for the, the uh cruiserweight, the cruiserweight classic. Classic, yeah. Classic. yeah and, and, uh, talked about potentially having like you know some some matches with Patrick Clark out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, which it, happened. I think he did debut, and I mean it was part of the. Alistair Velveteen storyline. Yeah. yeah, but he you know, it happened, you know. It so. was uh but yeah, it was it was a real uh telling interview as far as like what his mindset was oh, in between yeah. uh you know doing what he was doing in DC from his training yeah, out there CZW at MCW uh, Well that. I was gonna say yeah, MCW all the way down oh, yeah. to ROH. Being the top prospect winner, and then you know, you know, having enough of ROH, going to CCW. Yeah, he was actually Matt, talking to us about Janela, yeah. too. And matches he was doing yeah, with yeah, that in mean, combat that, zone. Yeah, that was the one that everybody was talking about and giving him all the flack about with the uh, the no cell through, through oh, the yeah, table and right, everybody. Right. It was just it was a real like total lax interview, and it, it was just uh, amazing to see that he got uh, picked up by WWE. Yeah, and, I mean, again, then, yeah. you know, f- from everything he had said in the interview. It didn't even seem like he felt like he was on their radar. No. Um. So it was real Completely exciting episode. on on yeah. our, on our part. You know what I mean to see him, and uh, of course, you know, no stranger to hear on the Quincy Jones show. Big fans of Leo Rush. You know, we've oh, yeah. uh, done quite a few How to Get Over segments. Um. I mean, just yeah, man. I was one of my. We we actually had a whole episode. Yeah, we had we did Rushmore centered around him and Bobby and. A, Apollo and them just building, man. Yeah. So, no, you're right, man. We have been very huge fans and supporters of Jacina Flourish. Obviously, he's been recently released, unfortunately. You know, with all the events that are happening now on the WWE side of uh, wrestling world, but he is here today, and we're gonna pick up right where we left off, man. That's yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I think it's. Pretty awesome to be able to uh, get the, you know, kind of the before and after. And, I mean, obviously he has lots to talk about because not only uh, is he involved with wrestling, also involved with music, of course. He's going to be mm-hmm. releasing his first album on uh, Monday uh, the 11th as well. <laughs> We're going to be talking a lot about that as well as his journey into music <clears throat> as well as. You, you, you need that feature, Dom? I'ma ask him. I'm ask him. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to get uh I don't know, um Clarence. Two, two two different uh voices on it. <laughs> um anyways, anyhow, it's gonna be exciting again. Uh and I'm glad you guys were uh able to participate as well. We threw up the uh option for you guys to throw out some uh fan questions yourself as far as uh, our interview um with uh, the man of the hour himself. So uh, you know, uh we're definitely gonna get into that. But let me ask yeah. you a question, man. I yes, mean again a uh, hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, quite an accomplishment i want to say first of all thank you yeah it's hard here you, in a show on my back oh oh sorry I was, I was cutting the seth promo yeah go ahead oh man I, it's, it's shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean i of the podcast guys let's go it's, it's <laughs> fucking thursday night judas over here i guess <laughs> uh but no nah, you know what i mean uh shout out to mark mcfly as well man i mean obviously this is not uh by any stretch of the imagination you know what i mean done without you guys, possible without you guys. Oh and yeah. Again, allowing me to uh more or less, you know, not only uh, name the show after myself, but uh, you know, pretty much mold the format of my uh image. Oh. And uh, you know, you guys trust me with the uh the reins of this ship here and um we've been doing a lot of good things. I mean it, it's been uh it's been fun, the experiences we've been able to do, uh all the opportunities we've been afforded as well as a result of uh, the podcast. All well, the best and, ideas are mine. Um, I mean sometimes <laughs> um <laughs> But let me ask you this. How many episodes have you named? Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, I couldn't tell you how many I've named. I, I, I know you definitely, you definitely have asked me, but sometimes you've come to me with, I'm thinking about this, or I'm thinking about this. And so I'll lean on which one I think just rolls off the tongue better. I w- but there have been times where I'm like, I'm thinking this. I, I will. Uh, you need to speak up, damn it. Oh, but sometimes you do use something I say, and I won't know until you name I was going to say, I was like, there's a very... A uh, high percentage of times where you're the inspiration for the name of the episode but um I speaking see, of I uh, see there's there's a copyright issue then. Okay, I need to rectify. Okay. No, no. I think you signed all your the rights man. when you became part of the show. <clears throat> um <clears> throat> uh throat> trademarks being opposed. <laughs> no, I actually want to ask you what's what's been some of your uh, favorite, you know, we're talking about episodes here and uh different moments oh, yeah, and opportunities definitely. and stuff. What's been some of your favorites uh moments Defin- here on the show man i mean rushmore like we said it was fun um i think yeah, we we're was, really catching yeah. our stride with the segment that's i mean we need it's definitely something we're gonna keep bringing back i just and think, I think it works so much well when we're together yeah we, oh definitely mark brings just, a really yeah, i think yeah. with odd number of people you get a really good amount of opposing ideas and a good way to like filter out bad ones you know what i'm saying so they just bang them out like it just works itself out so i, I totally get what you mean big fly we're looking at you so so but, you're saying but, with the odd automatic odd number uh, amount of people you get a even playing field is that where you go uh with? sure if if you gotta shoehorn that in witty banter Quincy man but i was gonna go to you know answer your question and say that uh no that's really when we hit our stride and i thought like you know, there was a lot of ideas that went into the Rushmore uh thing, you know oh, or, or definitely concept or trying to get rush over. And that's the thing what I really like too is uh a lot of the, the times we do that segment and, and as fun as it is, we we never just get over one person. We tend to like gravitate other people who could use the rub too. You and, know what and, I mean? And whether it comes and, out as a stable or not, it's just not always the thought, but it's just like you no, know, just so just a lot of those episodes are the, fun. The intent behind it because of the fact that in a sense, we're also looking – and it could be people that we're not necessarily too fond of or popular with. Yeah. But we see the strengths in them that we oh, think yeah. that we can pluck out that can be showcased in these certain situations when we show them how to get over. Yeah, no, i.e. Like, e. guys like Kona Reeves, which was one oh, of Oh, that the, was a good one. Yeah, I mean, it was a good one. Yeah, the, him the, and uh, – I think one of the first ones we – I mean, I think probably one of the first ones we probably recorded official official was like – the one with uh, you know, formerly Ty-, Ty Dillinger. Yeah, yeah. But we had like that whole, like American Got or ta- uh, uh, yeah, N- N- America's Next or was it? What yeah, is yeah, kind of like America's Got American talent I- Idol type, thing. American Idol X Factor uh, judge type of demo. Yeah, because this is back when he was or, or in, dynamic. Or he was looking for something on SmackDown. He was doing stuff with Randy, but not a whole yeah. lot. And they were saying him. And he, he was oh, in him, the Carmella and r truth right yeah because r truth and Carmella were already doing a thing before the twenty four hour uh, title came about but then him and 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 Sean I should say now or then Dillinger had a couple backstage segments where. Either he was, you know, oh, yeah, with motivating him and hard R- truth. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like they, they just look like they were at least locker room buddies. You some know what I'm some sort so, of comedy. Yeah, there was a, a, a slight level of them. connection. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But None yeah, I love that. Um, and, 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 and yeah, that was cool because they, you know, you got Carmella that could easily be, what was it, like the Paul Abdul, Abdul and hard and, uh, truth with the yeah, yeah the, that- the randy jackson <laughs> i don't know bad. about that though yeah definitely and of course you bring a home where High kind of just adds more depth to his character and really embosses the perfect 10 because we've always said well, how the perfect 10 is a good gimmick but it never works as a fan favorite like but then they never put any gas on the fire to try to make him a heel like and not just any heel like I'm not even a badass, like the typical Rick Martel I'm prettier than you I'm a perfect 10 I'm what all the girls want to see I'm who all the you know men want to beat up I mean like, I feel like, you know, like that 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 where he spun the the 10 and spelled it used it as part of the spelling for perfection yeah I feel, like that, I feel like that could have been the heel spin-off to that definitely um, oh definitely another one of my favorites that we did for the how to get over and uh, not just the episodes was the one we did for uh Tyler breeze. Mm. kind of being, like, the conduit for, like, people having a makeover or new, fresh look. Yeah, that was when we were talking about Kona. Yeah, and that was 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 a good way to tie that in. Oh, and it was also Aaliyah and Vanessa Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, that was another good one, too. Yeah, and it was, like, kind of, like, I I think you and Mark really did a good job collaborating live. Again, it was, like, painting live on the canvas. We had never really talked about it off mic much. And you guys had a good idea how you were able to, like, kind of present Whoever, ta- whichever talent he's working on, it's like his new project, like blank blank by Tyler. You know, yeah, and, it, it was, was such a, a almost like a cologne type of, y- like, yeah. yeah, yeah, or it would, but it also borrowed I pre- oh, a I remember lot that. from I- like. You know like, Will Ferrell's character in Zoolander, kind of like is where he's not Zoolander now. He's he's I forgot his his character's name, but you know what I mean, like Derek. He, well, not De- no, I know Zoolander, <laughs> but I <laughs> yeah. mean like instead of Breeze playing the Zoolander character, yeah, now yeah. he's like the wily, like I make stars, you know, like yeah, Will Ferrell yeah. is in that show, oh oh in that oh movie, you know what I mean? So it it, it was yeah, it was it, to me. I thought it was good, and that was before Tyler even made the jump back. He no, just yeah, wasn't that, doing anything. Well, yeah, yeah, we were talking man? about because we knew that. Fandango was out as well, and he was just kind of just chilling on the shelf. There was one that you came up with that was, uh, you uh you're thinking for it was great. It was for Ember Moon. Yeah, see, I'm trying to remember which one that was, but yeah, that was kind of, that was on the spot too, where we were talking about finding a place for her, and then it kind of really wrapped around, like, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, who were tagging at the time as the leaders of the world, like as the yeah. centerpiece, and it was almost like, uh, a new modern version of perhaps like the uh what was the group? Dungeon, the, it was Dungeon, a Dungeon of, of Doom? Yeah, Dungeon of Doom from W C D. But I not as you... wonky and you know, still character based. But yeah, it was like more like animal beast, you know, uh, spirit animal inspired kind of like especially with Ember looking like a wolf and you could have had Finn part of that as, as the demon. Oh yeah, we did bring up him being a demon and then like, even Was I it Bron? Or I think we brought up was it um was Jeff Hardy because you no, know, we yeah, kept Jeff Hardy. No, was, that's what it was. We were we were like saying, Well, if they do it, they can't be they can't have both Jeff Hardy and, oh, yeah, that, that's and right. Finn Balor in the same crew. But we're we like, did try. We did try. Yeah, I do. But uh, you know, another one of my favorite episodes is uh and I think you're quite fond of this one as well. Yeah. Uh it would be um hey, obviously not only the first time we got to interview Leo Rush. Yeah. Um, but the time that we um Pretty much called the Hardy Boys at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. That one was great. And you know what? (laughs) I don't want to take too much credit for that because I think that was a very popular theory. So I don't want to sit here and go, oh, we... F and called it and and, it hey. was, and everyone that yeah, said it after that like you know what i mean but i think it was very important like we did call that shot because it was like man all the pieces are there well and I, you it, know it you know why my sense. attitude is like that is because i remember when we were talking about this with other friends mm-hmm. oh and they made it seem like it was a long shot yeah they made it seem like it was far-fetched but we were like not really i mean giving these guys business acumen and them wanting to make a moment and doc knows Mm-hmm. His moments, definitely. <laughs> Doc is uh, he's quite in tune with the WrestleMania moment, you know. So I, I know, uh, I know the value of a moment and how f- how it basically is currency to some extent in mainstream wrestling, you know. Yeah. I mean? And I'm not saying AEW is not mainstream, but when I say that, I'm trying not to just be a biased against WWE. You know, what I'm saying no, but I, I, They've I, been the big you know show in town forever. So I think uh, another one of my favorites was. I, I, I could tell you. The that. flashback Friday only because I was able to finally put, put out some uh mm-hmm. some uh interviews I'd actually had a Uh-oh. chance to get while in the you vault. Know, yeah. Yeah, during uh, all in. Yeah, because um, that know, was dope because you got to meet uh Mega Ram, Yeah, Megaran yeah. uh, yeah. uh, I was out there with also um T Call. T Call. Mm-hmm. Shout out yeah, shout out to T Call as well as Megaran. Um also Mad Mania podcast um up. Simon uh, oh, Simon Miller. Uh, Simon Miller, That's I, I was right. able to and I think I'm not too sure if I released this one, but I also had another interview with um, Mandy Leon. Oh no, I don't think you ever. Oh, you better save that for the page. I, I still have it. Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> but in we also got to set up that. But it, it was like that. It, you know what's funny about that? It was I, I actually interviewed her right before. Uh, this is right, right at the heels of the build for Evolution, the All Women's mm, Pay Per View. So that's right. I asked her about that. So that was actually pretty cool. So yeah, we may have to put that up maybe at a later date or so, but. Uh, another one that, that I liked, um, I was going to throw one if I could. Was, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and uh, we just referenced not too long ago, but uh, All Elite Wrestling, uh, because that was, we, I, we talk about it all the time. We came over to my pad, doctor's office, we went in with a totally different episode in mind, yeah, probably just reviews, probably running a lot of news news. And I remember as we were hanging out, me, you, and Mark, I remembered, or one of us remembered, that the prep rally was going on. And I remember we thought it was going to be on YouTube, and then it it was just so much stuff. And then finally, we went to Brandy's IG Live, and that's how we were able to watch it. it. And it was like, this is breaking news. This is what. Real, real time. time had, yeah. yeah, real time. We're hearing about Double or Nothing, MGM. First time. Um, first time people, signees being announced. Yeah, yeah. Joey Janela, Penelope. Britt uh, Baker. Britt Baker. Um, yeah, um, Hangman, Hangman yeah. Jericho, Kenny, the Hawks. Pockwood Full, yeah, Pac, gear full on. yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you know, what know what I mean? live at Jacksonville, right outside with all the people. And I remember, yeah, that just changed not only the episode, but the day, the. the the, it changed the course of the business that day, and it's just one of those things that I'll always remember. Edgar, yeah. You know exactly where I was at, and at the very end of that, we still had enough energy to put over Bobby Roode, and that's when we did the whole glorious, uh, uh glorious revival. I think was, yeah. was was the with with, you know, like we talked about, like trying to. Where he was running with Gable and then we had him because we kept revival, saying he, he needs, needs to turn on Gable yeah, to join the revival, revival yeah. and then we th- I think we were talking about throwing uh Dana Brooke in there and then we even got to the point where we were like hey maybe James Storm will find a place there and then you got kind of like you know Storm he's the wild cowboy and then you got Rude who's the centerpiece and yeah the, and then the rough tag team that could be and then we're at the time, thinking Arn, maybe you need to come back, or is there another person that could play the JJ Dylan? Who was still just, there at the yeah, time? Yeah, he was right. still there. Yeah, because Alicia Fox hadn't done any of that stuff yet. <laughs> oh, you know what shit. I mean? But yeah, that, that was great, man. But and even first fall, you know, that was our very first one, and we had way different, way different equipment. You know, but it was uh, a great. It's, it's funny, first name, and you know, dude, for an like, episode, it was uh, because I was actually going to bring up the second episode, uh, the one that I did with Big Rob and. It's oh. just it's just crazy because of the fact that we were, you know, not only talking about a extre- uh, Elimination Chamber while it was going on. We did, like, some kind of live reacts. But when I was interviewing him, and he was, like, one of the first guests on the show, mm-hmm. that's when he first started talking about doing, like, a, a wrestling promotion. Oh. That's the first time he even brought up the names like Willie Mack and Brian Cage and wanting— uh, uh, Monster Montaza or Jeff oh, wow. Cobb if you will so, like, so and this that is was before he talked to us this about... is before Rival even started oh wow I so that's no why idea. it's always crazy because about like five or six months later is when we kind of got into discussions with them about yeah, Rival got, and uh-huh. you know be- obviously still before the name and everything so mm-hmm. I always like look at that as like a little piece of history personally for me oh, yeah. um, and of course another piece of history I can't remember what it's I think it's a two-party because it was a Vegas one mm-hmm. but it it's the, uh, I think the car ride from hell or car, something like that. <laughs> I car think that ride might, to, to Bay, I forgot. That might have like, been Phoenix. Uh, no, no, this is, this oh, one oh, specifically. Oh, 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 no, that's right. It's, it's with when, you and Mark. Yeah, me and, me yeah, and Mark that's went right. To, uh, and and ROH. Bobby, Bo- uh, or Dave, I should call him Davey Boulders so yeah. we don't get any copyright, but yeah. Yeah. Davey Boulders. Yeah, McFly's uh, McFly older brother. and uh, myself went to ROH's, uh, I think it was 14th anniversary show. Yeah. And had a hell of a 15th, time. 15th, I think, because I was at 14th with you guys. I thought, we, I thought that was thirteen. Maybe it was 13th. Who knows? Uh, anyway, I just remember it was a hell of a trip, and it was hilarious because of the things we were discussing, like the sting, not getting the strap, and us being yeah. pissed off <laughs> yeah. about Goldberg getting the strap. Uh, that yeah. was, like, one of the most, like, the, probably one of the first of many, like, McFly quotables. Like, just give him the fucking strap. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> you could tell he, he just... He was really... Change or loose! Uh, I remember, an, I think that same trip, we had also caught... Uh, some of that, uh, some old school WD. I was putting them on some, some Nitro. Cause he's never oh, watched yeah, it before, right. so uh-huh. that, that was pretty funny. He's like, "Dude, this is horrible." Because <laughs> oh, this man. is like right when like NWO was running everything, so it's like, "Oh, oh yeah." So we don't know when they're gonna be done with this promo, but I guess there's a match after. Well, You know what, man? <laughs> we we love Marcus from Crutchless Joints to yes. Fruit Punch Gatorade. He has no idea <laughs> yeah. how much he's actually contributed. Oh, you know, he content he's, and uh... quotables and, and and great advice, the, as you the... guys very well know, listening every week on the show, man. The funny thing about Mark being on the show is I remember he just he just kind of wanted to, you know, I asked him to be a part of it because it's something we always talked about, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, it wasn't something he, he was, like, necessarily signing up for, like, all the time, and, and you know, which wasn't a problem to me. Yeah. But I remember getting some specific feedback about him on the show. Mm-hmm. And I remember hitting him up like, the results are in my boy they love you. <laughs> He's like what is like the ratings are in. You're hot. You're in. We need you on the show man. <laughs> You're man. piping hot. Cuz you know we, we always wow, we man. always do the old man like like wrestling gimmick. Oh, yeah. We always do like the in character like you know, especially when I leave a massive voicemail oh, like Biscuit yeah. man all the time. Gosh, but uh man, yeah no nah, so that it's funny because like yeah, what, what was supposed to be just something that, you know, one little offshoot. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it just changed the way that the show, the dynamic of the show forever, which again, man, uh... Thank you for everyone for listening, by the way. That's that's the most uh, important thank you I want to you know throw yeah. out there. And please do do us uh, a justice and let us know what are some of your favorite episodes we've yeah, had. Man. I mean, because I mean, even because I even think about some of the stuff and like you know uh, when Jericho made the list and and oh uh, man, that you, was you hilarious. Know, we yeah. went to the meet and greet and and just some of the some of the we've had some really fun times in the show and it's afforded us a lot of cool opportunities. But we would love to hear what are some of your guys' favorite moments. I know we've had some cool giveaways on the show. We've yeah, done man. a lot of cool. From look, commentary with Rival to Pro too, man. to commentary for Zealot Pro to some, uh, ring he, announcing for, yes. for Gold Coast Fed. And, just, of course, just the podcast on a weekly basis, man. You know, I mean, and just be able to you know do it with my chums. You know what I mean? It's all started. The idea started out of a garage. Real talk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's it's just it's just always crazy, man, how, how far we've become, yeah It's crazy you know. to think all that was missing was a microphone. You know what right? I'm saying? And, and, and this mixer and just... Some uh, bare essentials. <laughs> I feel, I feel but, that man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, thank you again for everyone for uh, f- uh, for listening. And again, man, hit us in up. In. Tell us what your favorites are. And I'm hoping some of the ones we listed, you guys can go back and check those out. Because, oh yeah, definitely. You know, if it sounds like we're having fun, we're definitely are. <laughs> you oh, know yeah, what I mean we're gonna continue to do something. But we don't want to hold them up. No, we know like, why you guys we really care. I mean, you know, you celebrated with us long enough. One hundred. We, 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 we stroke our ego long enough, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, you know, sorry, it's our party. We can cry from one. But right. I think it's about that time, dog. Check okay. your watch. Check your watch. It's the man of the hour. Without further ado, check out our interview with Leo Rush. First of all, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Taking time out to uh, do the Excited for the interview.
0: Um, how you how you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Man, uh, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Keeping myself.
1: I know it's late in uh, town, so uh, I appreciate you uh, staying up to do the interview with us, man. Definitely. So, uh, it's
0: all good. So, uh, uh,
1: yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, first of all, you know we you know you got this upcoming project coming out, uh, May 11th. Right? Is that, is that when it's yeah, dropped? This Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've been we really are just curious about to hear a lot more about the music. Um, you know, me personally, I know uh, I'm familiar with some of your stuff. I've seen you work with, you know, like Josiah Williams, everyone that mm-hmm. some wrestling flow stuff, I've seen you do the feel the rush, even the cypher, that was really cool, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I know like off the bat, um, you know, I I'm just curious like how is it being you know, what's the vibe like in the studio with a guy like Josiah? Is it more um you know like collaborative and or is it more like you know iron iron, iron you know what i mean like it's more competitive because you, you know bring the best out of each other on the track or you know something like that
0: yeah yeah, yeah so so it's so it's so crazy because the, the the track that we put out feel the rush uh we've actually been working on that for like a year. That was, that was Josiah's project. That was his, that was okay. his thing. Like when he was doing, when he was doing like, like the covers with everybody's like entrance songs, I remember uh, that. I reached out to him and I was like, I was like, do you mind doing one for me? But like on a different beat, like not to I came to collect. Cause I came to collect already had lip. So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, yeah he came up he came up with the concept of like feel the rush and then i heard it and i was like oh man i think this would be dope if i like if i was on it with you yeah, yeah. so he assented sent it to me you know I, I laid down my verse so we weren't actually i i think i think he he already had everything already laid down and now I, I recorded my verse um but the only time we were in the studio together was when we were like cleaning stuff up. But everything was kind of already done by that point. Gotcha. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah, he, he, he's 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 incredible, though. He's he's super talented. Oh, like yeah. somebody asked me the other day. Yeah, somebody asked me the other day if they thought that, uh, like, they said, "Who do you think is the better rapper between me and Josiah?" Oh. And I said, oh, Josiah has that because I feel like he can he can rap for on a song for like 30 minutes straight, I feel like. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to do that. Yeah, he, and
1: his delivery is so rapid fire. And I like your delivery on, on your track. And, you know, that's something I really wanted to touch on is a lot of your songs I like about them are very different from each other, sonically um, and lyrically as well. Um, I think one of the big things that uh, I think got uh, attention to the fact hey, Leo Rush does music was I believe it was scenic lullaby uh, that you dropped. and I really like that, man. um and I, I remember reading a lot, of, a lot of about it at the time, and I know you had said you know you were kind of coming from a dark place at the time and and uh, but then at the same time i i I, I heard Crave for blood, oh yeah, and-, and it's hard not to think like man, it kind of feels like a very similar. Uh, maybe creative process. Sonically different, but um, I guess the reason I, I bring up Cray for Blood is that I, I remember reading in an interview, I think it might have been Sports Illustrated, where you had said, uh, it's a song that, it's a code that you want, you want to crack. So I'm like wondering, has anyone ever cracked that code thus far? Has, has anyone come to you with, hey, I, get, I got this line? Or, I don't, I don't...
0: I don't think so. I feel like that day, I, you know, when I when I first started like, like writing "Crave for Blood," I was I was still with, you know, I was still with the company at the time, so I didn't want to put out anything like too too crazy as far as like the content uh, or the lyrics or anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I tried to tap more to like my poetry side, and I wanted to have like some like. Easter eggs and like some clues in there and like some things that people had to kind of like figure out. Uh, Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think I think the whole the whole "Cray for Blood" is like one big poem. Like to me, it is. I don't know if that came off like to anybody else, but like it's cool that I know. Yeah, it's cool that I know like the 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 meaning of like the whole song. Definitely. Definitely.
1: And you know, we, we do podcasts, we also make music as well. Um, and I, I, speaking as you know, I'm a musician, I've dealt with my own, uh, I would say obstacles and struggles with like, mental health. and I think it's real brave when you do delve into some of that stuff. Um, how has music been a good like, helping factor for, for that for you? And, and, and do you think that is a topic that deserves more toppling or, or tackling, I should say, in like, the hip-hop community?
0: Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I, I think. Uh, I mean, it, it's different for everybody. I think for me, uh, like you said, like I've been, a, I've been a huge advocate for mental, yeah. mental health awareness, and um, I feel like the music has helped me out so much. Uh, you know, dealing with my mental health because, uh, uh, I, not even just me, but I feel like so many people feel like they're alone. They feel like they're trapped. They feel like they, you know, they're trapped in their head and they can't really they don't have an outlet to you know to to push those thoughts out of their head. Uh mm-hmm. I feel like every time, you know, I write, uh I I'm I'm taking I'm taking everything that I'm thinking and I'm putting it on paper and then when I put the music out, I feel like I'm kind of like releasing that. I'm yeah. like releasing that pressure, I'm releasing that tension, I'm releasing that, you know, everything that's going like therapeutic for me yeah. uh, to do music because, you know, uh, I'm releasing all of that, you know, built up yeah. stuff that's in me. So yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I for you to have a chance to kind of like de, you know, program and finally like get a chance to kind of like step away from that stuff. Obviously, like you said, we we both make music. Um, one thing I gotta ask you because a lot of people would probably be surprised that, you know, with the music steps that's that's that direction, but that. you know, I'm already looking at, you know. The video, you've been putting out videos since as long as eight yeah. months ago, even longer than that. You know what I mean? Um, and I got to ask this only because, again, from a music, music we all get asked this question, so I hate it. But how long have you been active as far as it being, quote unquote, serious, as they always ask? Like, this is something that, that you uh, have been doing is probably, I don't want to say as long as you've been wrestling. But, I mean, I guess it always starts with the first love. But when did you start, as you say, start putting pen to paper and allowing it to be like this therapy for you?
0: Uh, I think the, the, since my first single, uh, scenic Nick Lullaby, um, I, I, put out, I put that out um, kind of as a feeling out process because so many people just knew me for like wrestling. So I, I wanted to put something out there to try to like test the waters a little bit just to see if people would, you know, accept the fact that I was doing something else outside of wrestling. And, you know, luckily for me, like everybody kind of liked the song. So, I mean, it, I feel like it was always it was always like, like a serious thing for me. Uh, I think I just got a little more confidence over time, like the more and more I put out songs and like the, the moment I started putting out music videos, I feel like people started like taking it like really seriously. Like, oh, he's not just doing this for like a hobby. Like he's clearly putting money into this mm-hmm. and, and, and it looks like something that he's really trying to do.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that, too, because even with wrestling, you guys know there's only so many spaces on your bump card, so it's important to figure out the next plan. So I think that's really cool because, uh, you know, I, re- I read your interview in Forbes, and I really enjoyed hearing, like, you know, you came up, uh, you know, with your parents being really big in the gospel. Uh, I believe, uh, if I read right, they were uh, stellar award nominees, right, in the gospel genre. And uh, that's got to be awesome, you know, and, and I could tell you, know, in your music that you're inspired by a lot of different sounds. So I guess my question is, I'm curious is who do you listen to now that you've kind of been able to your own identity and like, who do you pull
0: inspiration from now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's that it's weird, but I think that it's, it's like fascinating. I think I just feel like rap, and like the hip hop culture kind of runs the world now. I feel like everything, everything is hip hop related or rap related in some way. Like, yeah, a little sprinkle. Like I was just, I, I was literally just talking about this. Yeah, I, w- I was literally just talking to my wife about this the other day. But it was crazy to me how the soundtrack for Spider Man, oh. Sp- like the Spider Spider Verse, yeah. is a post Song and song, yeah. when it used to be like a cinematic like orchestra like yeah. it, it's crazy to me
1: that's yeah. true yeah, yeah. The, the score would be real different to be real cinematic and everything but yeah that's very true like yeah. it's, it, like there even uh, with commentary nowadays too there's always a little sprinkle of like you know it's, common stuff going on in hip hop, you know, influence oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Especially with, with he, he's oh, he yeah, stays dude. on his hip hop references, <laughs> but there's always sprinkles of it. And yeah, you're right. They, it runs the world, but that's not a bad way to look at it. And, uh, you know, it was interesting, because you were talking about being able to find the confidence to put out more music. Did you find that over time, uh, with obviously, you know, your confidence as you as a personality on screen, on screen. were you able to carry that over to help, kind of help you in your, you know, creative process and development over, you know, again, getting, gaining that confidence, over time to put more projects out after that, you know, testing the water period and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think, you know, over time, like the confidence grew for sure, especially when I started seeing, you know, the numbers like grow as far as like downloads or streams and stuff like that. Like, I feel like people really started to take, you know, my music seriously. Uh, And it was, it was just really cool to, to be able to uh, continue to do this. And and I feel like at first I was so hesitant on putting certain things out or I was hesitant on, you know, uh, time frame. But I think I kind of overcame that fear really quickly because uh, I, I started to realize that I didn't want to make music for people, for other people. I wanted to make music for me. I wanted, I wanted it to make me feel good. I wanted, I wanted myself to like the way that it sounded. And like over time, I feel like yeah, I just had the thought process of, you know, I'm going to do what, what I I, I feel like I want to do. And if people like it, then great. But if not, at the end of the day, I'm still doing what I, what I love doing. Oh yeah. I, I feel
1: that a hundred percent. Well, um... Uh, you know, Ever After, May 11th, um, is, I wonder, is that the first single on that? Is it? No, it isn't.
0: It's not the first thing. It's not the first single on it, oh. but it will be, it will be a feature on that yeah, album.
1: Man, I, I, you know, I I banged that out. I, mean, I was doing some research and I'm telling you, I was sitting there like, how, is, I, I, if it's not on a radio station, I don't know for sure. It needs to be, it definitely has that sound <laughs> where, like this. It, it, it would be on charge for sure. So I know, you know, if that's what's coming, is that if that's what's on the album, I'm really excited for the rest uh, for sure, man. Cause um, I, w- I was excited, you know, when Quincy told me he was getting you on this, on this interview to talk the music. Cause I've oh, been yeah, wanting definitely. to hear more about the music for sure. Like I said, man. we saw the, you know, the feature freestyles and the videos and stuff. So again, you know, you dropped eleven mm-hmm. eleven. It, it was on your birthday, November last year. Yeah. Um, and obviously you got great support. Now you're now you're over here uh, releasing ever after how could you sum up the project of Ever After if you had to, uh, I don't want to say pitch it, you know what I mean, or cut a promo on it, but I mean, for those that know Leo Rush, again, you know, the in-ring like, professional, but they're There's getting used there, yeah. to Leo Rush, music by Leo, and, and you being behind the mic, what's something that you can give them as far as uh, something to look forward to is digging into the problem, especially right in time for Mother's Day, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, I just saw you, uh, you had uh, the video with your mom dancing the other day on, on Instagram, so... Um, uh, but yeah, as far as your album.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I think this project, I try to focus on vulnerability. Uh, I, I, I feel like I, I've had a lot of stories put out me in the past about, about not being, uh, you know, vulnerable I feel like I've had a lot of stories about me that have uh, you know had the headlines of oh this guy's like standoffish or he's like he has a very like arrogant like um, you know uh, personality like about him or, or, or trait about him uh, but this this album I tried to focus on vulnerability uh, and I wanted to share a part of me a part of my life that I feel like has you know affected me and and made me the person that I am today. And I also wanted it to be relatable. And this is gonna be a concept album and the the, the entire concept has to do with, you know, love and relationships. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people um, are gonna be able to relate to this. And a lot of people are gonna like this because not everybody can open up and, and talk about past relationships or relationships that they're like, relationship that they're currently in so I I just feel like how can you you know what other way can you be vulnerable other than you know your love life so I was like uh, this this is going to be a topic or or a layer of me that people haven't you know heard so I'm really excited for it
1: yeah yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, that's one thing I enjoyed is uh, you have a certain sense of vulnerability in your music that I could really enjoy. And like you said, it is relatable. And that's what makes the best music is when you can relate to it, in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, actually, I actually, yeah, for sure. a question is it Leo? Is that the name you're going to be going by as far as when it comes to music? Um, I, mean, I know you have the music by Leo tag on, on Instagram and social media, but is it, or is it Leo rush? Or are you just
0: going by Leo? Uh I, I, I definitely think uh, that I'm just gonna be going by Leah. I think yeah, it, it like it's it, yeah.
1: yeah. I
0: mean it's one of
1: those I mean when, when you say it people will know who you're talking about, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's again, the unique spelling and everything like that. I I think it's it's gonna be great. Um I gotta ask this, how did the I guess uh I don't say creative process, but as far as uh the, the experience differ from, you know, being on the road, you know, sacrificing your body on a weekly and then being able to now be like, kind of uh, at a piece to just, just you and your music, as far as the different creative processes. Like, I mean, I, I mean, you obviously, you, you had a, a tweet the other day about possibly, you know, I'd wanted to be wrestling anymore. I don't know how serious that was, but I mean, obviously with music looking like a, a serious venture that you're definitely going on after. Um, speak to me about how different Uh, the experiences as far as being able to, I guess, in a sense, you make music for yourself. You're only making your way by making yourself happy in that sense, as opposed to doing what someone's writing for you or, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, what someone else is setting up on the, on the T-ball stand and they're expecting you to hit it out the park. um, I mean, this has to be a little bit liberal, now, especially now. I mean,
0: yeah, for sure. I think the biggest, the biggest uh, difference between the, too is uh, you know creative control uh, or just control overall I I think I think you know when when you're on the road for wrestling and and you know what you have coming up and you uh, you're trying to like plan and think about how you want to do this or how you want to say this and then you have it all figured out in your head and then when you get to tv uh, you have about 50 different people coming up to you Telling you don't do that, do this, and then you have to adjust to that, and it's just it's just a very you know hectic and uh, just a very hectic situation. Um, but you know, with the music, like you know, I can I can do exactly what what I, I want to do, especially with you know being independent, staying independent. Like you can you can put out you know your art, you can put out what you want people to hear, uh, how you want them to hear it. Um, you know, it, it, you don't have to, you know, answer to anybody. So uh, that I feel like that's the, that's the definitely the biggest difference between the two for me.
1: I can see that. It's like too many chefs in the kitchen and too many expectations. Now you're in the kitchen and you're chefing exactly what you want. I, I could totally respect that. Uh, speaking to the creative process. Um, I know we just want to kind of minorly get into a little stuff. I was just curious. So, um, you know, last we spoke to you, um, it might have been, I think uh, it was July of 2017 June, June, or yeah. June. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, you had just, uh, you know, you, you had this great match with Janela. And then I think at the time, you, you, I would say it, it, was, it seemed like you were justifiably flighted uh, yeah. for the uh, Cruiserweight, I think, ch- uh, tie, uh, tournament that was oh, going was on the, classic. At the, yeah, the, the classic. classic. Yeah, the Classic. And then it was surprising from there because then you would end up going with the company <laughs> and, uh, you know, eventually joining a 205 live roster. Uh, obviously you would spend time with Lashley, but then you would eventually, you know, earlier last, uh, the end of last year, uh, you know, went beat Drew Gulak for the title, uh, I guess really, I would love to hear like, uh, the difference maybe between what your goals were from when you first got on the 205 roster to when you became the face, you know, legitimately and recognized as a champion.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I, my, my, as soon as I, you know, got caught up to two or five, you know, the plan, the plan was supposed to be me being, you know, the biggest heel, uh, in, in the, in, on the entire roster. Yeah. 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 So that was, that was the plan. And sure. it was, a, it was eventually, you know, yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that plan was supposed to, uh, lead me towards the, you know, the, the cruiserweight championship. But, you know, things got a little complicated over the next few months because then I got, you know, I got caught up to Monday Night Raw and oh. I ended up pulling double duty on two or five live and, and Monday Night Raw. And uh, you know, complications happened where, you know, I was, you know, this badass heel on on 205 Live, but then on Monday Night Raw, I was this manager who acted like I was afraid to get touched and I didn't know how to wrestle. And so there was like a weird thing where, you know, the company didn't want to merge the two together. And uh, they were more so focused on my Monday Night Raw angle. So, when it when it came to two or five live, they didn't want to put the title on me, uh, because they thought that it would hinder, you know, my character for Monday Night Raw. Um, so is- Yeah, it was it was it was a little weird. The characters aren't that far apart.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, you you go back and look at that promo you caught on a Kidzawa, I mean, that's not that far off from the stuff you were doing with uh, Bobby Lashley. So I
0: mean,
1: I'm I'm you know E.P. man, as far as like being able to connect it to, but yeah. But as far as you yeah, when yeah. Fighting, yeah. able to get the championship, yeah. how did that feel? Yeah. Like?
0: Um, it was, it it was it was cool. It was definitely cool. You know, um, I was able to win a title and 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 accomplish something that I wanted to accomplish. You know, since I was five years old. And that was, you know, be a champion in, in the WWE. And um, it was cool because I got to do it in front of my family. I got to do it in front of my my kids, my wife. Uh, and I got to win the title off of Drew Gulak, a person that was very essential uh, in my, you know, early. Yeah. Uh, so just the overall, that moment was, was really cool for me. Uh, There was some things that I wish, you know, would have been done a little different, you know, after winning the title. Uh, But, you know, overall, you know, winning the title was pretty cool. You know, I'm in the history books forever in the WWE, so I can't be mad at that.
1: (laughs) You just mentioned uh, your wife and kids and I was going to ask as well, you know, we saw them play a minor part during a rivalry with Angel Garza, which I, I love that rivalry. Whose idea was that? To kind of have that minor interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was money. That was money. And yeah. then <laughs> was like a torpedo, man. Was <laughs> man yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, it, it, man. It, the right amount of emotion for that match. It was.
0: It was great. It was great. Yeah. Which I thought was well done. Yeah, that, that was. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, man. That was. That was. That was that was definitely me. Uh, I I pitched that. I thought it would just be cool. I thought it would be something like new and fresh uh, because, you know, those people's kids weren't really involved in in, in anything since since, you know, Eddie and Ray. So I was like, man, I want to do something with my boys. Uh, And, you know, luckily, luckily they went for it. Uh, But then everything kind of got screwed up when Garza shoot proposed to his fiance. Yeah. I I was, (laughs) I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. We were wondering where that came from. Oh yeah. That was
1: out of nowhere. Let me, cause you didn't mention about pitching this idea. I'm sure there's a few, but is any, any ideas that you may have pitched in uh, NXT 205 or uh, obviously your your time on the main roster. Yeah. yeah. Anything that you try to pitch uh, that obviously you didn't, Come to fruition that you can share with
0: us. Yeah, for sure. There's, there. Oh my gosh, there was so many, so many things that I pitched, man. Uh, but if I can, if I can, I'm trying to think if I can remember some pretty cool things that that I pitched because I pitched a lot. But I think one thing that I pitched was, you know, at the time when I was with Bobby and I was on two or five at the same time, I pitched like, why not win the title? Uh, why not, you know, uh, have the title on me so, you know, I can promote two and five on Monday Night Raw to bring in more viewers. And then, you know, the title defenses can happen on pay-per-views the same time that Bobby is doing something on pay-per-views. And I can defend my title earlier on in the night and then throw on a suit and uh, come out and manage Bobby. Uh, I thought that that would have been really cool. I thought that that would have so many more eyes on a 205 live. I, I, yeah, I definitely pitched that. Um, I pitched, oh man, I didn't want to, I didn't even know this was going to come up, but see, I pitched uh kind of like a superhero idea. Um, I showed it to creative. I had to draw up. I had everything drawn up. I had, you know, the, the entire pitch uh, through email and I sent it to creative um they didn't say anything to me about it uh but then two weeks later i see or i wouldn't even say two weeks later i would say maybe like about a month later i end up seeing and I, I, i i love the guy but and i and i don't know if this is coincidence or not i don't know if this is coincidence or not but i ended up seeing ricochet with the full bodysuit, like literally like kind of like the same design pattern that I had, that I had pitched to Creative, Wow. Uh, and I, yeah, I felt some kind of way about that. And that was, uh, yeah, so I, I, pitched, I pitched a look to them that ended up being Ricochet's, <laughs> Ricochet's look. Uh, and then the, the very last thing that I had pitched was, uh, there was two things, it was me when I was three, I pitched tag teaming with Velveteen Dream uh, when I came back to NXT. Yeah. Um, I also pitched I also pitched coming back to Monday Night Raw and being Bobby's best man at his wedding. Oh, man. Um, How did they even <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> the table. Man, you would, that, then it would have been must see. Then
1: the ratings would have made sense. Damn.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. And then the, the final thing that I pitched before I got released was me being uh, in the same group as Cedric and Ricochet. Mm. That would have been nice.
1: Because one, yeah. uh, yeah. one of the things we do on, on the podcast is, obviously we, we review, we do all that. Okay. but We also have a segment we do called How to Get Over, which is just us like pitching. We'll see – Guys either pigeonholed or maybe we think, mm-hmm. oh, we just think we could do it better. Cool, let's, you know, be honest. But one of the things that we booked is we are obviously big fans of you and the Bobby. work you were doing and yeah, yeah. the stuff you are doing with Bobby. We thought, like, you know, you know, we were, to be honest, the strongest manager out there. And we're like, why not have him? And, and, and the only active, oh, yeah. actively, not just bumping, but, like, the actively in the ring manager. Yeah, 100%. Know? Never been done, really. But we were thinking, why not have him lead a stable? And I think w- w- it was what Bianca Belair mm-hmm. I think it was it Apollo or was it Cedric? Uh, we had said Cedric would have been good. Ricochet, all the guys, uh, same guys you had just said, we were saying those guys could have been, but whether they had a trial run or whatever, but basically you were trying to find an elite group of athletes top of the field. And it would have been uh, Rushmore, you know? Yeah. And, and so, yeah, that it's funny that you say those, th- those two guys. Cause yeah, that was definitely something we could have seen. And, Fathom as fans as well. So. I mean, you were getting you were getting Bobby over. I mean, not, not that Bobby needs help getting over in the room, but like uh-huh. promo wise, you know what I mean? Like, it, dude, it was it was. So I figured I'm like, you got Apollo, who's a great talent, needs something. I'm like, oh, just, mm-hmm. yeah, it would it, it would have helped. Yeah, I think that would have been cool. But uh, no, man, it's great to see that you're you're still doing your thing. It's great to get you back on the show, first of all. But it's great to know that the music's coming. I'm excited for Monday. Uh, excited to to really sink my teeth into the rest of it, like I said, i've just been banging out wonder back to back, but i'm really excited to see what you got, um, and we really really do value your time man um just one last question. I heard and it was an interview I think you, you just did with Sean Ross. sir um, there was rumors that you were supposedly looking at a potential icy uh, title run while you were doing the uh, the program with uh, Bobby and Finn. Is, that, is there any? truth to that? Man yeah, What's
0: on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, you know, the whole the whole angle that um we had going on with me, uh, Bobby and Finn, um I think the the initial turn that led to nowhere um <laughs> with <laughs> Bobby and at elimination chamber. Uh after After that match, I don't think that they expected it to go as well. Um, It was me and Bobby versus Finn for the Intercontinental Championship. And then after that, uh, there was a lot of talks, you know, running the match back again, but at WrestleMania. And uh, they were going to put the title on me unexpectedly at at Mania. But, you know, that that fell through and it ended up happening. (laughs)
1: Um, Speaking of uh, Mania, how did did it feel to uh, be a part of – just the festivities and everything. I mean, obviously like it was it was
0: amazing, man. It was amazing. You know that the first the first year that I got signed to WWE, I was a part of uh, WrestleMania Access and I was able to, you know, put on some matches at Access yeah. and, and and sit down and, and watch watch uh, WrestleMania uh, from the crowd. But you know, that following year. It was it was incredible. It was it was incredible to walk out on that stage and see everybody, you know, uh, you know, chanting, chanting Lashley's name in my voice, <laughs> and uh, it, it was cool. It was really cool. Definitely,
1: Definitely cool experience. Again, uh, thank you for your for your time. And uh, want to remind everybody, Ever Raptor coming out this Monday, May eleventh. Uh, uh, let them know where they can all get it. I know uh, it said all streaming platforms. Um, do you have a website directly they can get it from or uh, plug anything you want? I, I, obviously, I mean,
0: want to let people know where they can go and get it. Yeah, For sure. Uh, well, I, I mean, people, people, people know that I love my social media. So, I'm on everything right now. They can follow me on on Twitter at It's Leo Rush. They can follow me on my Instagram at Rush Leo Rush where I feel like it's my biggest platform right now where I'm promoting everything that I got going on. So, a I, I follow on Instagram would be dope. Uh, at, hey, it's Leo. Uh, I'm also, uh, I have my website, like you said, musicbyleo.com, where they can find all of my music uh, um, on all of the streaming platforms. Um, I got merchandise on there. Eight, eight by 10s T-shirts, and, uh, I also have a small business, I'm actually going to show this right now because it's right in front of me, but my wife uh, has a company called Oh My Goodness by Sarah. Uh, these are handmade, hand-rolled incense. Uh, people that, you know, that might not know this, I'm a huge, I-, I love my candles, I love my incense, I like things smelling good. So uh, that store is actually on Etsy, if you guys are familiar with Etsy. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah, that's all we got. That's all we got going on.
1: Check it out, all my music that's by Sarah and also musicbyleo.com. Cool. Check it out. Tranquility on, man, I like that. I like <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for your time, man, man yeah. for the interview. Uh, we know it's not gonna be long until you bounce right back on your feet. We know how high you could jump. Everyone knows that. You got the best frog splash, arguably, in the business.
0: Uh, but yeah, we thank you very much, man.
1: <laughs> you have a good day, man. Thank you again.
0: Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Definitely, stay safe, man.
1: What's going on, y'all? It's Quincy Jones Go for the Quincy Jones Show, man. I just got to shoot you guys a huge thank you because it's been a wonderful three years. Myself, Mark McFly, and Doc Lesnar, we've been doing this. It's been a great journey for three years, man, trying to put on for the culture, man, call great matches, just doing all kinds of media and hidden shows. It's been great. It's been great. The experiences, interacting with fans online and off has been tremendous, man. The support, always appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to the news. Everything we ever just contribute, as well as everything we do on the media side, again, has been a blessing. And I want to thank you guys. And the way we want to thank you guys is offer you guys a sweet deal for our brand new merchandise. This year, we kicked it off with a brand new logo. Now we have merch with that logo on it, and it could be yours. Great offer, $10 a shirt each. We have three sizes currently right now, medium, large, and XL, all you got to do is email us at the Quincy Jones show at gmail.com. Hit us up with your size and also your address of where we can send it to. And you could also send us a $10, whether you got cash, cash money, we got cash app, we got Venmo, we got Zelle, we got PayPal, whatever it is, hit us up. We'll accommodate. All you got to do is hit us up. If you want to support again, right now, we got a special sale, $10 per shirt, all because it's our three-year anniversary, man. All that and more. And don't forget to subscribe everywhere and follow us on social media for more updates on new merch coming soon. Go.
0: Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. Home of the tag team champions of the IE. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. See the third third What the hell is going on here? Woo!
1: Man, what a break. What a break. But what an interview. Yeah, man. Lots of good stuff. Uh Shout out first of all to Leo Rush. Shout you out to, to also just Leo. But but do you feel well. that? I feel I feel the rush. rush. Uh, you, you know uh, what I'm saying? Oh yeah, my shoulders brush. Check I'm it sorry, out, man. man. Uh, no, but it was a great interview we Had a great time talking to the man of the hour Oh, yeah, man For damn near an hour, to be honest And, I mean, even just the stuff he was talking about But some of the, the missed opportunities With some of the uh, the ideas he pitched and everything, man I, Oh, yeah It was uh, just gold, man And, and it was... back those layers of music I love it, man and that, Oh, again, yeah 100. Gotta remind these guys Ever after Definitely in, uh, Monday, May 11th, of course And, you know, you can catch it if You know, obviously on your favorite platform But as Leo said, musicbyleo.com Absolutely man. And, uh also, don't forget to check out his wife's Etsy shop. Oh yeah. Incense and candles a thing. All those uh similar uh types of uh We getting tranquil, y'all. Tra- <laughs> there we go. We getting tranquil, y'all. And if you guys are looking for a little bit of peace in your homes, check it out. Uh oh my goodness by Sarah and Etsy. That again is uh incense and candles. Uh, made by none other than uh, Leo Rush's wife, and uh, mm-hmm. if support you know, your local wrestler, man. Support her like she was supported in the cruiserweight championship match boom. with Angel Garza. More on that if you guys checked out the interview. But, oh, yeah. but right um, now, yeah, I think uh, the time so- has come. Uh, it's time for the boom and the light the fuse. Dada, mate. Oh, man, so Wednesday night wars. We are here again, mm-hmm. drawing the battle lines and. Uh, we started this week. Cody had a good match, I would say, with Janela. He did beat Janela, uh, you know, yeah. uh, w- with, the, with the Crossroads. But to me, I felt like um, it, it, it took a little bit to get out the the blocks a little bit for Janela, I think, because he's got a little TV rust, if you will. You haven't really seen him active doing anything. But I felt like he did a good job making him look good. He, You know, he's still... Uh, got that. Uh, you know that that awesome diving elbow. I mean, he's uh, he's, he's active great. on social media. Yeah, but you know, what? I gotta say, the spot of that match was that was that really cool moon salt uh, to Janelle off the stage. I mean, you, know you know mean, what what I mean the like the, va- the 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 Bam Bam salt? Well, that's how Cody's always done it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Him to Wardlow, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, it, it, I mean, when he has a little bit more height, he he's a little bit more. You know what I mean? He, he does a uh, a little bit more. Yeah, aligned if you will. no, but you know what um. It was interesting when they announced this match uh, during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I told you, and this is just the kind of intro, the episode of Dynamite as a whole. Um, there was a few people that pretty much were under the, you know, perception that, yeah, it was a good episode as far as uh, Dynamite, but they said that you could just look at most of the matches and kind of figure who was going to win. And, you know, so for some people that kind of takes the piss out of it or kind of take, I mean, but same, same can be said about, a lot of like Monday Night Raw, like title defenses, like we know what's gonna happen, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's all about the story or what's, you know, the the, the just the featured action. So
0: um, I mean,
1: I will say though, there were give be that as it may as a fan, I think I still found a few things that surprised me. You know, what I mean, well, so. I mean, Cody is, uh you know, he gets a lot of flack, but you know, people don't, you know, take up both sides of the uh, the argument here, but he does a great job. Uh, doing these matches with people that he feels you know he can help put over, like you know Kip Sabian match, uh, the Darby Allen match, this yeah. match, you know, so. Um, and we have seen, you know, Janela take it to the, the you know, highest level before against guys like yeah, Phoenix and Omega. Had, he, so. Yeah, he had a good spot where Cody actually went for the Cody cutter and he caught him midair and hit him with a really nice German suplex. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, he did. Yeah. But he Shit, did get yeah. the Cody cutter, and like I said, he would hit. It was kind of cool. He did that kind of, like, you know, they did it back and forth, and then he kind of hit the, cross, the crossroads out of I nowhere. I did like the out of nowhere, uh, you know, aspect to it. And, uh, of course, my favorite aspect was the fact that there was finally no kick out yeah, on, on, just, on the first one. Well, so. again, there was – the. The only time someone's kicked out of the crossroads that Cody's applied was during the match with Darby. But before that, he was never hitting it, and then someone kicked out and did it again. He just did Not it true. twice just because he, dust, I don't know. doesn't he, he kicked it was just, out. Ah, Dustin! Oh, Dustin! <laughs> oh, uh, Dustin. The, the one who really who the attitude know how to apl- guy uh, apply that move. But moving on, we did have kind of a cool video promoting like the basically, um, you know, potential contenders for Nyla Rose, who has not been on TV. She's been missing for a while, but it reminded you of how she came to her reign and basically the top three, which would be Penelope Ford, uh, Hikaru Shida. Wait, Penelope is uh, part of the top three? Well, I want to say the top three, but they were the top three that were highlighted. In, in oh, because oh, you know I was going to say I did like how they highlighted kind of like Britt Baker as well. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And I, I was just going to say that the video package I like just because it kind of we didn't see a whole lot of the women's division during this whole. I don't want to say lockout or whatever you want to call it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so so the, you the know, extent it, was was Hikuro. Yeah. Yeah, uh, H- Hikurushita Hikurushita and, and Brit, yeah. Yeah. They had separate matches, but you didn't. Yeah. They they I agree with you. You didn't see the ones you wanted to see. Yeah, so I thought it was a cool little, you know, highlight reel to kind of remind people and, you know, uh, pretty much breathe some more fresh air into the interest of the women's division for AEW. And I thought they did a great job with playing this and then leading right into the promo from the Beast, or the Native yeah, Beast herself. I mean, Nyla Rose. Yeah, she has a match uh, I missed, versus... I missed her, uh, no lie. I oh, no, no I, I yeah. did too. And I was going to say, she has a match facing a talent named Kenzie Page, which there's a little bit more in her in a second. But, yeah, yeah. you're right. She comes out. Tony Schiavone's there. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking, trying to get a word with the Native Beast. But she basically, in no other words, says, look, I'm the most dominant force here. You go sit your ass down, do your job while I go do mine. Which you is know? hilarious because he was standing up doing his job, so yeah, I guess it yeah. wasn't enough. I, yeah. Um. And, <laughs> I mean... We know the, the, what this is. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a squash. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. but but to be you know I to be needed. respectful on both sides, um, Jim Ross did mention Kenzie was trained by Doctor Tom Pritchard and Glenn Jacobs, aka Mayor King, and was tutored by Ricky Morton. So it's she wasn't some wash talent that they just dug up, and I mean, that's what I like about AEW. Yeah. Is they might not have the attire that's desired no, to they, look like a star. They plucked the potentials. They plucked yeah, it, the potentials exactly, it, especially with the women they brought in. I would and, say, and they said she was she was only eighteen. Yeah, that so, was, I know, thought that that blew my mind. But yeah, yeah, I mean, so you get a lot of uh, you know the the her working under against the dominant nihilist. She got to remind the world why she's a champ. Especially like again, we mentioned she was gone. Uh, a lot of talent gone off, oh, yeah. off camera. So what better way to. Bring people up to speed yeah, <laughs> on, what, the, on what the Age they, of the Beast mm-hmm. and letting them know what what that entails as far as her path of destruction. Yeah, because so, she has a lot yeah. of times where she, you know, she's doing foot jokes and t- just screaming how she runs this place, oh, uh, yeah. basically. But, Pretty much, yeah. Uh, what, what I liked was uh, at one point, I mean, uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. The uh, She hit a hard clothesline and the camera went to Spears, who's eating a banana, and then you got MGF, who I thought was hilarious, wearing a Burberry face mask. To, course, to match, you know, his, his, his attire most times. And then you audibly hear MJF like, hey, get back, get back, man. You know, respect my distance. so But, um <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, to me, I felt like it was kind of cool to see, uh, like, people like Statlander back in the crowd. And, of course, like, Sheeta and Baker watching on in the crowd. But, you know, we, we got uh, the, the Swanton, which is crazy for a girl her size. And, of course, the... I don't know. I guess she took a page out of Keith Lee's book, but she didn't continuously oh, do it. Too. Yeah, it was a cavalcade of power bombs. For that was sure. nicely penned, sir. No, cavalcade it, of yeah. It, yeah. It I would say plethora to keep the peace. Oh, oh. You're right. No, you <laughs> know if this was Morrow here, he would have like a plethora of power bombs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then a uh, beast bomb for the uh, the win again. You know, so and uh, from this, you know, I'm not mad at it. Again, it's a reminder of uh, who's a champ on the block. And again, I think it did hurt that she wasn't on some of the you know footage they got for. Weeks leading up to when they went back to live, but you know what? She's making up for uh, that time in small order. I think no, hundred percent. And um, from there, I think we. It, had- oh, it, it just yeah. I was just gonna say I, I, the promo was great. I didn't mind that it was Short squash match. Yeah. yeah, and then just again, you know, we've been seeing the the women's division and the representation of only two women the last couple of weeks. So to have that representation of the champion, you know, lurking in the in the distance now. Uh, I think it's a great imagery as far as what they can afford yeah. forward to, what they're working towards. Again, there's a reason to fight now. Yeah, and that's more <laughs> for the people who are just tuning in, obviously, based on just the fact that they have to stay in. Maybe not have been following the AEW product right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. um, uh, But, yeah, I digress. Next, we had a MJF promo, which I, I got to just say, I I don't know if it's based on the facilities they're at, but mm. it was a total green screen promo, and you're not supposed to be able to tell. Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing with with some of the stuff they do. And not to interrupt you there, but they've done some of this green screen stuff like with Jake not too long ago. They had like a clearly green screen like campfire, you know, like this fight, you know, and and it was just kind of like, I don't know if that's done to look cool. And so, you know, they're not where they're at. Like if it's done, I guess, by design that you could tell it's green screen, you know what I'm saying? I'm not too sure if that's part of the presentation or if it's not supposed to because i agree with you that took me out a little bit once i realized yeah. that he wasn't well, in the actual yeah when i know. saw him in the chair i was like there's something i was like oh okay he has a skyline behind him and then like but there was something about the chair that just wasn't like and, and then i realized it was like the lighting was off mm, yeah it yeah. wasn't consistent with the lighting they had on him and you know it's not like i'm over here acting like i'm freaking you know r.i.p john singleton or anything <laughs> you know but uh, it's just certain things I noticed when, you know, I, and I'm i not a, by any means a master of the art of the green screen. I'm still learning my, you know, oh, my yeah, way yeah. through everything. But it's just little things I noticed. And then I really noticed when the two guys just pretty much walk right past him and, like, change the chair. Yeah. And I was like. So why isn't he sitting on the throne if he just talked yeah, about it? Yeah, and I think that's Because like, it's not there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And see, and that's the thing. Yeah, to me, I felt like those were all separate shots for sure lined oh, up yeah. on the green screen. It was probably post. three, three but, different yeah, Exactly. Shots, yeah. But th- th- that's the thing. It, it, I think that, that it's just kind of like, you know, I know you guys have the money, but you don't always need to use the money, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes simpler is better, you know? But th- barring that, he had great things to say. Uh, talked about how he's noticed the younger talent making claims that they're the next big thing and how he is just the next big thing and kind of make it seem funny how most of the guys claim it to be the next big, big thing or almost 30 while he's, you know, this 24-year-old kid. And, uh, you know, it starts saying it, – it, I found this kind of ironic. Taking or borrowing a line from his mentor, quote-unquote, the roller coaster yeah. saying yeah. they keep moving the goalposts, which I really love when Cody said that. Um, saying, you know, people won't give him his due and say, yeah, but you know Piper, you know Rock, I'm trying to remember the uh, – you know Flair, which, you know, and, and he, you know, basically says the comparison stemmed from insecurities from top guys who realize their spot's about to be taken by him. And uh, there was a lot of good uh, verbiage that had good psychology behind it. What do you think about this segment? Well, when he when he brought up the, the age thing, yeah I quickly thought about, huh, What about MJF versus the 24-year-old piece of gold? Man. That might be a a war of words. Might be really, really worth the the price of admission and more. I'm just saying. Um, I love this promo because we've been getting the injury updates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, you know, not that the whole green screen. I mean, because we've we've gotten other uh, WWE-priced production promos at absolutely sucked. You Uh, know what I'm saying? So we've seen both sides of the coin. So I'm not saying that that totally like took me out of the whole thing. His words definitely got, you know, it was just the fact when those two guys showed up out of nowhere behind him. I was like, (laughs) yeah, what the fuck? And so other than that, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, Another thing that was interesting was how they kind of followed up or I believe it was like maybe a commercial break when they came back. I had the, Sean Spears promo. Oh, yeah. You know, and and yeah, and just before we go into that, I was just going to say my favorite part with MJF, he said the 24 year old is ratings, is a prodigy from bell to bell, and is a future champion, a bleak of an eye. And I was just like, man, this guy knows what he's doing. But you're right. No, from there, we get to his, uh, I would say, betting buddy. Sean Spears, and you're right. It was a pretty good pre-tape where he's basically coming at Cody. Yeah, about um, <laughs> about and, him not throwing the the towel. In. Yeah, and and and, and, and 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 shares being an older brother himself. And, and for for those who don't know what match he's uh, you know oh, referring to, yeah, yeah. it's a uh, uh, dust. His brother Dustin Rhodes had a TNT Championship qualifying tournament match uh to make it to the finals against Lance Archer and. Murderhawk. Pretty much uh, he had a chance to throw the the towel in when, uh, you know, you got Dustin pretty much bloodied uh, and battered. I don't want to say battered. I mean, he sold it. You know what I mean? He does what he does. Um, But he refused to let QT Marshall throw that towel in, and a lot of people are contradicting whether he – Caused more damage, more uh, uh, permanent damage, uh, long-lasting damage to his brother. Not here. just people, Sean uh, Spears. Sean Spears is the, one of the loudest talking about Yeah, yeah. He even saying that, Which was, you know, Dustin's career is over, you know. I, I, and you know, because a lot of people have been speculating, you're like, well, he said this at the beginning. I mean, now that he got, you know, taken out, quote-unquote, not really, but kind of Yeah. by uh, Lance Archer, it's like, are we going to see him again? I'm like, oh, I hope not. You know, I, 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 yeah, not that I hope not. I hope, I hope we do, and I hope this is not the end. You know, what oh I mean? no, no, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, but I, I will say, I liked his narrative saying that the reason you did it is because Cody selfishly wants to be the only one carrying on the Rhodes legacy. Yeah, like I thought that really strengthened the whole. Because, because yeah. from afar you go, why is it any of your business anyway? Well, yeah, it, I was it, just it, it gonna sound say like bitter, bitter grapes. Like, or, yeah, you, know? you lost to him twice. I mean, what's the reason? I mean. And you know I'm I'm a I'm a Sean Spears guy, but I was thinking I'm like okay, obviously this is just a way to give Cody, and I'm sure they're gonna do the same with Archer, giving them both some matches, some tune-up matches leading up to uh, Double or Nothing. you yeah. know what I mean, mm-hmm. much like how he had the match with Janela. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. maybe sort of way to, of tying in why he'd go against uh, Sean again. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, that's what I was like. Well, what what does this, this doesn't really do anything for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's like, and, and they're not gonna have you beat Cody before he's in this tournament final. No, not yeah. It, it it's very interesting his take and the timing of it, um. But it just makes me feel like, man, I, I really want to know where that's going. Especially, like, I'm waiting for Tully to come back to add to the mind games. I was you know hoping I mean? he was going to be there. You know, we had a... I mean, not to get too ahead of ourselves. We had, yeah. well, I'll this, we had a few returns. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you definitely. But, you know, I was going to say, a good segue too is from Spears and from MJF, yeah, they was interviewed at ringside. Together, and, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was really good. I don't know if they should roll together or not. Wasn't mad at seeing them two at Wardlow flanking them in the back, but it was, you know, you got to good... You know, we had the, the promos by both men that you get the live versions of them why they're good you know men mdf says everyone's doing play wrestling and 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 you know uh but then goes to spears still, "Oh, not you though not you and then you yeah, just see him a like, face with the fa- <laughs> you know the, fac- the facial i'm like this if they were gonna roll together that would be the perfect way to get spears as a face later down the line yeah because that dynamic him for being sure. the older guy he would get turned on by the the newer guy who already has mm-hmm. the heavy under his control Oh, yeah. I could see them, too, having some sort of war of words that would uh, splinter off. And, yeah, try yeah. to try to help, you know, Spears in that department oh, as far as. I far as... it right itself, man. But, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I like this because then at one point he, he he basically calls Spears brave for exposing the American sociopaths, quote, unquote. And then he in yeah. turn goes, oh, man, I've watched ESPN and 30 for 30s, and your comeback story is the greatest ever. You know, and I, I just love how they're putting each other over. And, and <laughs> to that point, MJF even says, no, I'm not just healed i'm overhealed and then he kind of goes i'm over and then he trails off he's like i'm just good you know and i'm just yeah. like man this, these guys know what they're doing uh but th- this basically leads to the reveal uh mgf yeah. is now be gonna face jungle boy um at for the second time i think in aw history but at yeah. uh it's gonna be added to the card for double or nothing Yeah, which so. is kind of surprising a lot of people are thinking maybe they had a, a build uh planned mm-hmm. um but obviously with you know the current uh Status of everything, you know, things had to be forced uh, to be pretty yeah. much canceled or just, you know, fashioned differently. Um, it is kind of, i put like this, I, do I want to see Jungle Boy and MJF both featured? Yeah. But, you know, another match that they uh, announced later, that, uh, you know, tonight is that, uh, what is it called, the or nothing ladder match for the number one contender Yeah, that, that and I would have expected them to to be a part of that. I mean, I don't know how many individuals are in it because they didn't yeah, really we'll shed see. any light on it. But I, for when I'm thinking of people who, especially people who didn't make the tournament. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, I, and it I makes I would, it think like, oh, maybe that's why. Like, and, and, and I would hope that nobody who who were who made the tournament and lost gets to get gets to the ladder a, yeah, right away. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would hate that as well. But yeah, we did get, uh I guess technically our first announced uh or our second announced because we, we already know the. Tournament finals is going to happen at Double or Nothing. But our first actual uh, match with nothing at stake, MJF versus Jungle Boy. Uh, yeah. From here, we got uh, got Moxley. your boy bringing his, his boy, Big Platinum, uh, yeah. uh, for a non-title bout with Frankie yeah. Kazarian. I, I love like Rebels right off the bat. Um, Jim Ross points out he's a 20-year veteran. Lots great of great way back to and put forth. put him over. Um, they also pointed out, you know, I liked... Well, it was kind of weird because I liked that you see Scorpio with CD by his side, but it was surprising that Sky wouldn't take the match given how he's the one that's been getting the video packages. Uh, but, true. But that to the side, like, yeah, I thought JR did a good... Job really putting over, um, you know, everything that that, that Kazarian has experience wise. They highlighted his killer Kowalski training, which I've always thought it was funny because he ends up playing, playing Triple H-H H, H on yeah. B- <laughs> e, you know. And uh, but yeah, man, and I thought it was good too. They, po- they point out CD and Sky do go to the back because they want to give him his space to compete with the champ on the zone. And this was a really good match, I will say. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, uh, Kazarian really worked me uh with the leg injury. Yeah, oh yeah cuz they're on that they do that spot where they're Close to the edge of the entrance ramp, and, yeah, and like, he hits a hard form. He goes flying, and uh, yeah. But the, I thought he—he uh, he, didn't he try to back body drop him yeah, over? Oh and he yeah, no, on his yeah. yeah. That was right, but you're right. He did a back suplex, yeah, and he looked like he landed bad on his knee right before that spot. But and if even he, that if spot, he, did, he sold it like he did. Oh, like yeah. a million, dude. But yeah, he blasts him with a form. He goes flying to the floor, which I thought was a crazy. Yeah, that bomb. no. Oh no, the way he landed there was horrible. Yeah, yeah. that was nasty. Yeah, yeah, and then he even hit like that. I don't know if it's what he calls or the money clip. He they don't call it that, but that's what he used to call it. But he hit the money clip pretty early, yeah, on a Kazarian as well. So you know what I love too is how John, there was a time where uh, they were going back and forth, and you know, freaking Kazarian swinging at him, and you see John just do his little oh you had, he, bu- the hand up, like, yeah hand, hand gestures. Yeah, I definitely like, had put you that better in. bring if you're gonna bring it, you better bring yeah, that shit bring over it, you. Yeah, bring you know, it, yeah. Which I was like, you don't get that a lot, but when he does it, it's always perfect. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. I, and uh, I, you know, we of course we had you know. Uh, aw champion john moxley uh picking up the non-title win yeah i, I um, was gonna say jim even complimented frankie saying he is a great pro wrestler tags or singles the skill set travels yeah you know? no, that and, was a good and, way of saying it and yeah. uh and even uh, there was a even when he said any small mistake moxley made kazarian wa- was able to capitalize to some degree very true i mean it was a very believable competitive match both guys are vets though and uh, you know what uh even though I love the new paradigm uh, shift, yeah, I didn't mind the, the throwback with the schoolboy into the dirty deeds. Yeah, thieves. it's been a while since he's threaded through or rolled through that schoolboy uh, version of doing it. But I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where I agree. I like the lifting version because it really. I, I just don't want to think about WWE. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know. Yeah, and that's so that's really why. What it is. I, like, I, I, I think even the gun or the fingers now are more of a Moxley thing to me. Because he was doing that way before. Yeah, he you know was I mean? doing that in, a, but, in FCW too. But you know, he was no. hitting them with that that regal knee. Bro. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but no, you're right. Paradigm shift. Uh, great match by Kazarian, no. uh, or after by Kazarian. But John does get the the win. Let's get and into it. And then the we ending. get a yes. crazy post match. He gets jumped. Uh, well, let me well, seven well, creepers. Well, seven. Well, what do you think about uh, their decision to pull the trigger on him and Brody? Um, it's it, so there's a back and forth. Um. And I believe we talked about this off off mic earlier this week. Um and it's kind of the same thing I know you and, and um Brian have been talking about is I, I I don't mind it at all. I think it's it tells a lot about where they see Brody in their company right away. Definitely. Right. But same thing with it's Hager, also you know. like is it a too soon or is it too soon only because he just got his effective release or his 90-day just ended not too long ago? And he, you know, I guess it's more like, is it too soon because he just debuted, you know, really like two months ago or a month and a half or because he's so fresh from the WWE system? And that's the tough part about it. But I like this matchup because... I didn't know where they were going to go after Hager, and I yeah I, I still was, feel like that Hager match was a little stale to my taste. Well, it was one of those things where during the match with him and Frankie, they kept you know bringing up like who's going to be the one to challenge him at you know double or nothing, and I'm like thinking like yeah who could it be? Yeah. Um, you know, much to your credit, you know, yeah, those are two, uh you know as far as possibilities how people are feeling on the surface about Brody as far as it being too soon, but a lot of people are looking at it from a different way, mm-hmm. and you know we talked about this off off uh, Mike is the fact that. Every person that's either gotten a shot outside, you oh, know, yeah. not on TV. Even bigger than that scope. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, outside of, you know, outside of, like, the Jungle Boys and the uh, the Scorpio Skies, um, everyone has been either involved or fought for the championship are all, you know, ex-WWE guys, you yeah, know. Yeah, guys who are either involved or formed, yeah, yeah, fought J- for WWE, yeah. I mean, outside of Hangman Page as well, you know, because he was one of the first people to yeah. fight for it along Jericho. But after him, you know... It was what Cody, yeah, and it's tough. And because then after that, it was uh, Moxley. Cody, I feel like is sort of an exception, but he still, you know, he made this in jest, like like the like. I to still do don't AW. look at him as a WWE. Yeah, but it is, he's, he's done part a good of job separating a hundred percent, exactly. Again, yeah. Uh, yeah, not to talk over each other, but you're right. Oh, yeah, it's like it's not a chapter we deny ever happened, but we feel like he's done more than move on and and, and move past that chapter and close it. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. But I think there are still some people who still look at him as a. Uh, ex WWE guy, which is true, but I just don't think as much as some of the other guys that have gotten the shot. But I agree with you. Uh, but with this, yeah, you know, seven creepers come out, um, you know, and and uh, so this brings out the rest of a uh, SCU, CD, and Scorpio Sky. CD gets scoop slammed pretty hard on the ramp. Um, I, I believe uh, Scorpio got spine busted, and you'll notice the guy who does it, um, I assume is the newest recruit that we yeah, saw no. get a vignette, yeah, that's uh, what Effectively I was too. known as 10. And, and you guys will see. And I thought they did a good job for the most part, making him stand out amongst the other creepers. Oh, No yeah. shirt, taller stature, bigger stature, more Actual muscular. Build, yeah, yeah. Color of his mask, I think, was blue while everyone else's was green. And then he had. Uh, he know, also had knee pads on too. Because remember the other was it was it three and four that they had an attack match before? Yeah. But they still had like the, the shirts on, right? Yeah. But then this guy actually had like some uh, some. I don't want. I don't know if it's paint or makeup that he. It's like body paint or. It, something. It was like yeah. what, like uh, like a, a tally marks for for a yeah. ten because they kept calling him ten. Yeah, and I'm a fan of that look. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not against. I mean, you know, that's kind of when I when I saw that it reminded me of you know the talks we had before about you know potential people that could. Be brought in or be elevated by the Dark Order, yeah. If they eventually shedded like the you know the the silver and Reynolds weight, yeah. And I think you know, I told you maybe a guy like Matt Cross, but that's kind of the vibe I got when I saw 10. Yeah, no, yeah, we I remember, yeah, because I, I know I pitched something like big. Uh, with the, it's funny because I pitched it to you and I pitched it to uh to Mark, and I know you, yeah, you had had the idea of Matt Cross, which I didn't even think about but you guys had totally different <laughs> uh reactions to it like like Mark didn't think it could work which is funny you know he doesn't like the thing. that's uh, why but you know what um, I, I yeah, like the something. unpredictability of it because we yeah. did get a great quote where Jay I was 15, just gonna I bring, didn't even yeah. see these guys hanging around here uh, earlier today you would kind of notice the guy in a mask right Excalibur you know who basically yeah. kind of weekly adds yeah I had trouble in the airport you know but yeah. but um which again goes back to uh, you know I remember I said way back when when Brandy was on commentary badgering Excalibur she kept saying, "You're you're dark," and I'm like, ah, "There could be something. There could maybe." But uh, yeah, these guys jump John Moxley. Like I said, CD gets scoop slam on the ramp. Scorpio gets spine busted, and out comes Mister Brody Lee from the tunnel with a steel chair, and he blasts CD on the way to the yes, ring. He does. Uh, the creepers they pick up Moxley's limp body. Brody steps right between the the ropes and it hits the discus clothesline. Grabs the mic and cuts a great promo. I was gonna say, um, let's get into these quotables. Yeah, for de- sure. de- definitely. Because he said one thing. Uh, and I know. I this is not verbatim, but he had mentioned, like, how I'm not the same individual who once saw eye oh, to eye with you. Yes. Something he, like he, that. Yeah. He says, uh, I, I was, yeah, basically he starts off by saying, I'm here to answer the bounty that you put on your very head last week. Yeah. You know, there's no crowd here to save you, no energy to lift you up. No one's here to save you. Uh, you know, points to the he points to his creepers and says, this is the energy you feel now. I thought that was very cool. Because it's like, do you feel this feeling you this helplessness? Get used to that. Okay, yeah, I did. See, I, I was because with the the quote I brought up about not being the same individual, I thought that was key as well, mm-hmm. because I thought that helped try to diffuse that thinking that we just brought up earlier about oh another X WWE guy. Because again, before him, Hager. Yeah. You know, and now now it's Brody, and you know the last time, you know we, you could even think about oh. Uh, luke harper what, what was he and you're like oh i remember him and dean ambrose used to freaking beat the shit out of each other yeah here here and there you know so it's like maybe i thought that was kind of smart in his way to say yeah it's us but it's not the same yeah, movie exactly okay, like, and it literally said yeah i have i have so much you desire and i am certainly not the same person that you used to look eye to eye with uh with yeah. you in the past i am a leader i make lives extraordinary and at any point one of these noble distinguished men will stand up and sacrifice themselves for Yeah, me. I like that. And, mm-hmm. and but the thing is I want to see it. Yeah. Words are nice.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and
1: but I love the direction. I want to see cuz we were just talking about how we wanted to see sacrifices. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um but you know, one thing I I will say I was not in you know uh, entirely a big fan of the way that Moxley uh, chose to react here. Yeah, because he really set the play. I mean, he goes, Eva Ono says you're a reasonable man and I I want to challenge you, but you know what? I don't think I don't know you. Now you're this, you're this, you're this. Uh, you know, y- one of your favorites is saying you're a scared little fatherless boy from Cincinnati, which yeah. if you really know your your background on John Moxley, you know that that's hot, a touchy subject, hot, hot button. button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he tells him answer my challenge. And you're right. He does pick up the mic. The dude wasn't how you lead it, you know, and I'm not mad at the, all you had to do is ask, you know, cause it looked like he was just kind of laughing and Brody, I thought played it. Well, facial expression wise by looking like you think this is a joke. And then that's yeah, where you he took off. You took a cheap a shot game? running boot to his face and then told him to finish him off, you know? And, and, I um yeah man I I didn't mind that at all I mean I, I to me I put it, what what intrigued me was the fact that he picked up the belt and left with it and uh, still and has it yeah and then I was just saying the next match you'll hear on commentary that they they confirm that he has left the building with his with, with well, the belt well the 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 thing that I thought was awesome was uh, if you guys have listened to uh, Brody's interview with uh, Chris Jericho and talk Jericho, Jericho um, one of the things he used to do on social media a lot was he would always call out a guy named Larry yep. And, you know, th- it was this trainer uh, that he knew from WWE where that I guess one time he had told him, dude, you got to get a little bit more descriptive with your, <laughs> with, yeah. with your with your tweets or your social media. So he would write his name on purpose as a rib to him. A lot of people saw this. He actually had a picture of the AEW championship on his Instagram. And he said, uh, uh, nine-tenths, Larry. And if you guys know, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Oh, So man. I thought that was a, a great throwback to that. Um, oh, man. That's great. Um, but – I digress. I'm yeah. I'm excited because I mean again, it's it's cool to see Moxley a, a year from when he actually made his impact into the company. He's walk, walking in with a championship. Uh, I'm interested because I think it's early in the sense, not because Brody. It's an early opportunity for Brody. Yeah. But it, it may be too early to give Brody an L. So I'm interested to see where they go with this. I'm very uh, convinced that maybe something may happen. There might yeah, be some that, shenanigans. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Something big. Or the opportunity for something big, can especially because you know? now they have weekly TV, and they, that's not something they had last time around. This yeah. time last year, so yeah. and I think um, not they can having, carry it over. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, and, and I, I would say that uh, Mox does need something in agreement with you because. Uh, to strengthen his reign, because so far, uh, especially with the with the you know, dis- I won't say disappearance, but the lack of crowd, which is his like life source. Yeah, it's just his not energy, for like like yeah. Brody said. You yeah. Know? But the next match we had Lance Archer versus uh, Q T Marshall. I mean, I know right before it we had this like weird vignette with Brandy. I, I didn't you, mind it. Yeah. What'd you think about? I didn't. It? I didn't mind it because it wasn't any of that other stuff. She, you know, was attempting with the <laughs> yeah yeah with the uh, nightmare collective. Was it the Nightmare? I thought because they, I could have swore that they said something about the Nightmare Collective during this match. And I was like, there is no Nightmare Collective. No, I there. think – yeah, see, I think what it is is there's so many, like, Nightmare family or Team Nightmare – you know, so it's one of those things where if it's not Jim or it's got to yeah, be Tony I, that gets the I, I, I heard. I heard someone say it. I was like, wait a minute. That's discontinued, though. Um, I didn't mind it because – um. We finally got a response from her. Yeah. And I thought it uh, the advantage of Jake not being there the last couple of weeks, but having some promos of his own spaced out mm-hmm. really helped, uh, you know, the fact that we need to get a right away response from her. Yeah. Especially because Cody hasn't been too close to the situation since they arrived yet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as much as people may feel how they feel about Brandy entering, I mean, her and Cody are a great pair. And that, that is like the package. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I didn't mind her with the whole keep my name out of your old your dirty old mouth uh and the you know she had said like you know what my parents told me before like don't don't fuck with nobody you know I you, didn't mind that or because, you know what yeah don't mess with people basically don't fuck with people you don't know I, I didn't mind know? that cuz it showed her cuz again I mean not to keep bringing up Jericho here but she had a pod, uh, uh interview with him and I didn't know that she, you know, her, her, she, her growing up in like I think was in Detroit. Detroit, Michigan? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah, your, her parents did say that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. Again, I didn't mind it. It wasn't. I didn't think it was too overproduced. Um, and I think it was something because Cody hasn't been saying a damn word. So. Yeah, and so I was gonna comment on that is I don't know if that's supposed to be like because Arn is over here with his hand over. You ain't got to respond to that, Cody. Co- know, I don't know if it's <laughs> supposed to be like part of the game plan, but it's not being well presented. Going back to the Brandy thing, um, I liked everything exactly what you said. Her, um, you know, t- quoting her mom. Uh, I like that she threw the words back. I'm not Caesar's Cleopatra, Sam's Delilah, Bill's Monica. That's, yeah. that, you know, I'm Brandy Rhodes. But I really like how you said. You might know my family, my history, but you don't know me. You might know the people I do business with, but you don't know me, you know? Yes. And uh, so above those, I thought it gave her more depth as a, than just being was, a valet who bumps, you know? I thought it was just a real earnest, uh, realistic response to something like that. Yeah, and it kind of keeps her in the game and makes her an actual chess piece valuable, of, you know, for this rivalry whenever Archer and Cody finally Well, meet, there was definitely a chess move uh, played at the end of this oh, match. Oh, yeah, because yeah, this, this was basically squash, right? Yeah, because mean... the only other thing I was going to say is that, that that promo, one thing I like that she said is like, oh, what is this? Uh, main roster playbook 101. Yeah. You know, and then she's like, oh, you know, and I was like, great. Your murderhawk muscle. And yeah, like you're going to have me go yeah, out there and, damn and, zone and have me in the corner or... and Cody comes and yeah. you just jump him. Yeah, running into his like, trap Thank and... God we're not doing that. You know? Yeah. But um yeah, we did get QT Marshall versus Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. I Trying run... to avenge his partner, Dustin Rhodes. I, I mean, didn't I, do a great job. I model. don't know why. I mean, that's what the thing is like they were saying, like, oh, QT doesn't have a good IQ for wanting this match. And I'm thinking thinking, did he want this match? Because I didn't I didn't hear it put that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but okay. It was um, just kind of announced, yeah. It's like Cody's like, QT's you go out there. He's your partner. You avenge my brother. Oh yeah. I'm signing it tonight. No? <laughs> like, well, uh, I mean, but yeah, what I wrote down was this was an exhibition of punishment. Oh yeah. I mean, you got a choke slam on the apron. You got uh, a lot of chokeslam. Uh, you got the. I mean, I still we got to see this. I I, I don't know what this is, but it's kind of like a. I, I called it a slingshot twisting body splash, or maybe it's a twisting. But it's like you know when he he, he does this thing where he jumps and twists using the ropes it's it's insane for a guy his, his size i gotta yeah you know but um and then i, I thought it was funny how we got Britt baker in- yeah. Involvement and yeah and, and brandy which, uh, you know, threw, it, threw yeah. it into the, the you know, stands Freaking. and never be seen again. Her her, her high heel or gimmicked Gucci well, shoe b- or whatever, because, the, you know, yeah, b- which the, era you want to pull that Brit, from. Britt Baker had been using that heel on a lot of different people in a different lo- matches. But mostly but, Cody, but I was going to say most recently Cody for sure, yeah. which, um I mean, one thing worth noting here is we did get the return of uh, Jake Roberts at ringside. Yeah, well, yeah you know, we probably should have led with that because don't get me wrong. Did the masking look make it kind of you know sully it a bit maybe? But I'd rather see Jake Roberts just period with Lance Archer now yeah. that he's gone he's on a tear and has officially made his debut. He's part you know? of that 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 package. Yeah, and you, and, and you know I thought he what he had in his hand was like a, a towel taunting, but it was actually a canvas bag. We would see because it doesn't take Bro, long well, past this where. Um, well, yeah, I was going to say because yeah. uh, after the match, you know, yeah, yeah we get it's, you know which he wins with the blackout, if you guys yeah, don't know. But, but you know. I did like how we got the continuity here with Britt Baker jumping the barricade one-footed. Oh, yeah. And, or one shoot, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. then attacks Brandy with the DDT. On the floor, yeah. On the outside, which I was like, wait, what was... And I was like, is she rolling with them? I'm like, hold oh, on, she just hit a DDT, but then it goes to Panda Jake, and Jake's... I'm like, wait, where the fuck did Jake go? Because yeah. he, was, he wasn't there all of a sudden. Yeah, I, really, I literally wrote, Jake Roberts emerges now with trademark snake from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, she rolled her in the ring, and then, you know, you had Archer start to drag her by the leg. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. And it it then, was uncomfortable, but I think yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. But, but yeah, I was going to say, we, we got our very first uh, Jake Roberts snake attack in yeah. AEW, which... It didn't make it any less special. I mean, it's always a a moment when something like that happens. I mean, there were some people kind of criticizing, thinking that the the snake wasn't, you know, pretty much putting out the desired result or reaction. Which is because a lot of people were thinking that Jake was doing a lot of repositioning of the the snake. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it's. I I think we were talking about this. I just, it's just tough to predict the natural behavior of a snake. So, to me, it looked like a, a, a situation of. The snake was used, but maybe just didn't take to crawling on Brandy the way they would have desired. But it eventually did. You know, eventually did. But either way, I think it did what it was supposed to do. But I think they probably should have cut the cameras more to Jake maybe looking maniacal. maniacal, Or even like Archer for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? But (laughs) I think the only thing I didn't like about this really was Jim Ross saying Cody's here and he was there at the beginning of the Bro. night and it, like it's like okay dude you come out when your brother is about to have his towel Bleeding it, in. yeah for a match but, but yeah, this but is it, your you, wife with yeah. a freaking poisonous snake and, on her and, and is it just uh, she doesn't want me out there i know other it's a trap and she's strong enough to do this and, and i don't, I don't know. know only that it's like she's in the ring with two men that are kind of holding her captive no yeah, <laughs> like a yeah, little it, bit it, like, yeah i think and that's where some of the uncomfortableness does come from as i well. mean it, i'm hoping that they address it or there's hell to pay for cody like we see him like you know uh on in the doghouse or something um not realistically but you know what i mean because like, like it makes no sense to bring him up and then yeah. he, and he not only does he not show up he doesn't even show up the whole night yeah i, I imagine maybe he was there doing uh production or maybe he was uh possibly because i heard that the next couple of weeks of dark are going to be pretty star uh star star yes. studded yeah yeah definitely so especially maybe, heading into the pay-per-view yeah so i'm thinking maybe he was there to do some dark stuff but true what i um, did i wasn't say what i liked was, and no was, i'm not talking about brandy I oh <laughs> but what i liked was brandy commented after on, on uh instagram saying snakes i'm all right but jake everything i said about you was true and you will answer for your actions and i've never been afraid of snakes and i was just <laughs> like oh okay you know, but uh, after that, we just get some announcements uh, confirming yeah, the, uh, John Moxley uh, defending his title against Brody Lee, yep. MJF versus Jungle Boy, yep. and the TNT uh, title match between Cody and Lance Archer all going down at Double or Nothing. And of course, this Casino Ladder match for a shot at the AEW title at a uh, later time. We were talking about that. You know why um, I think they're doing it, by the way, is because they probably don't have enough bodies, or they they don't have enough time to determine if they will. For the normal battle royal, that yeah, they would Either have. that or they don't have a very full card to work with for double or nothing, and they need something to give people to do. Or, you know could, I mean? yeah, in addition, I think it could be, you know, because they, they treat it like a Royal Rumble, because sometimes people who don't even work there show up. So maybe they're thinking, well, why do it when there's no crowd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when you think about it, would you watch the Royal Rumble? Would they still throw the Royal Rumble? That would be weird, dude, because the whole thing is counting and, oh, oh I don't know. man. But, yeah. Uh, 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 that would what? be interesting. But after that, we do get. Uh, Less sex a, guides. Well, well Yeah, we we get there. I was just going to mention how Darby – Got mad at Taz. I thought that was interesting. Uh, it wasn't even worth to me. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was just weird. I, I mean, didn't know what Taz. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell if that was just Taz with a foot in his mouth or was he like, I really want to try to teach you stuff. So that, that, that really should have been on Dark, and that's it. Yeah, really. I, I agree. I agree. That probably should have been. Um, And then just to add to the announcements next week Brody Lee versus Chris Daniels, MJF, first post injury match, Jurassic <laughs> Express versus the best friends. By the way, did you know that the official tag team name for Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian is the Super Bad Death Squad? Thoughts and Kip sabian uh, I you could tell, like did not know that before the interview, and then seemed like he liked it. I feel like the you super know? bad death squad has to be more than two people, and no, you have a third, but she's not like a uh, yeah, you know, she's like, just part she's of a, the super bad. A, like she, she, like she's the driver, but she ain't the one that's doing the drive by. You yeah, feel me? I feel you. So yeah. like a squad has to be a little bit. Thicker, my my G. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> they see. also say Jake and Lance will have an interview, and there's a four way, which I'm really excited to see: Britt Baker versus Statlander versus Penelope versus Sakura Shida, and uh, of course, this got announced because of what opens this match: Sugar Dunkerton, aka Pineapple Pineapple Pete. Pete. <laughs> hey, shout out to Sug D, dude. I yeah. mean, again, following him, one of the first independent wrestlers I followed when I was on social media. Boom. And um, but versus uh, one half of the Sex Gods, Chris Jericho, next week. Yeah. But speaking of the Sex one Gods, one hell. Of a uh, segue. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Baby! Uh, we got the Sex Guys versus Omega and Matt Hardy. And look, I'm going to try to call it as quick as I can yeah, here. Yeah, man. There's just a I, lot I, I, going I just got to highlight some stuff. I love the three faces of Hardy. Yep. Or uh, I, I loved it here. We had, uh, I guess, Damascus. And then we had an appearance from the, the Hardy Boys version. Or the updated modern-day Hardy Boys version <laughs> that we got used to seeing uh, closing out his career in WWE. And then we had a, uh, I what I would think was the broken Matt version just because it of was the outfit. Weird, he had. because on commentary, I know what his name said Damascus when he was in his final form. Which so which I had yeah. me thinking, okay, so maybe it was just Matt Hardy, the person. You know, what I mean, that spoke on that. You know, but then I'm like, or was that supposed to be? The Matt Hardy from the Hardy Boy days. I don't know, you know, but I, regardless of who what it was supposed to be, it was very creative, and I I applaud the bravery, you know, what I mean to do that in a match like that, especially when there's no payoff, live crowd wise. You know yeah, that's the one thing I, I couldn't help but think about was like, man, if this if a crowd was there, they would have popped big for that. That that would have been a great great moment. But uh, we had a few spots here. Uh, Sammy Guevara uh, hitting Omega with a huge shooting star press. Um, he actually didn't didn't even land that. Oh, he didn't. No, oh, he, he didn't. ate knees. Pretty oh, bad you're on right. That. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I kept thinking that Jericho had set him up, where he was just so prone to take it. <laughs> um, no. We had Hardy bringing out a ladder. I mean, Hardy was on fire. He had yeah. side effects, crucifix power bombs. Dude, I haven't seen B- him hit in a while. BT man. bomb. Oh yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> the Black Tiger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I just no, <laughs> no I, I was like, there you, you go, going. Excalibur. Not you. T- oh. Them. Oh, all right, them. Uh, we did have uh, you know again put Sammy uh, Guevara through a table with a splash off the ladder. Yeah. Um, A couple twists of fates as well. But you know what I liked is, you know, after that splash, they had pinfall, then you had Hager pull the referee out, and then it was Mm -hmm. almost like, oh, hey, yo, this is an LDQ. Hey, yo, Sammy, stay down. I got you, my G. Yeah. Jericho, let's beat these fools. So it was like they still, like, that's one thing I liked, uh, and that's the theme here, is they kind of had a slow reveal that the inner circle were back in full effect and in the same Uh, spot. Yeah, yeah, it was spoon-fed for sure. Yeah, you know, because Hager, and Hager was there kind of like, be helping beat beat up everybody and help you know jericho bring him up to the the backstage area and then you know yeah. all of a sudden you know the, you know they, they take care of matt hardy in the ice chest again you know we mentioned yeah, he there was, came back as a, i guess broken matter damascus yeah, and, and even we got yeah because even that spot was crazy right before that jericho takes his turn in there and then he take, <laughs> picks up a bag of ice and just throw like there was a lot of craziness going on you know even before we even get to the golf cart stuff and you know, but there's V triggers here, and and, and people getting thrown into you know, power bomb uh, into to, uh, to the, roll the up doors. Dude, and, uh, and, and, the ATM and giving out money. Yeah, you know, it's it and see, and those that's what I, I would say if I had to nitpick, there were just little things that Kenny did that kind of pissed me off. He took an aluminum bat to the back in the stomach, and then was right back giving knees to a shooting star press. Not too long after that, well, and then later uh, yeah. on he goes shoulder first into an ATM, and then after that. He's throwing Sammy into a pillar and powerbombing him well, the, and be triggering Hager and all that shit. Well, there was also that spot where he got hit on the back with Jericho's uh, baseball bat, and he was just like, "No, that's what I'm saying." He didn't even sell that like, aluminum bat. He didn't sell. Oh his, yeah, it was, okay, yeah, yeah. Or but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that cone spot, dog. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was, dude. It was that. Like I when I saw that I was like I am posting this because <laughs> Jericho picks up that freaking cone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at first I, I told you I was like is he supposed I was like that supposed to be like a dunce cap or something like what is and then I was like oh he's trying to be a witch like oh like, <laughs> man yeah no and, and you know what I, what I like too about this was like how the um the crowd the heels and the and the, the faces followed and it really helped make the match even though it was never announced as anywhere you know any false count anywhere. Um, it, it made it work, you know. what I mean, yep. uh, we ended yeah. up going to the uh, to the scissor lit well, 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 before uh, we, then, yeah we get the golf I, cart. I, I attempted was say, vehicular manslaughter. Document water. these events. I mean, because all I gotta say about it is, I just love the imagery where. Yeah, they hit Jericho, and Jericho was smart about his spot. Yeah. His, his bump. Definitely. He jumped lo- too much. I loved because he went over there when they were both kind of double teaming Kenny, and then he kind of took out Jericho. Yeah. And then he kind of ushered Omega into the cart with him, and then he, they speed off. And then they, they, oh, yeah, the, they the buff- camera was so great. They just, they just focused on. Sammy and, yeah. Jer- and Jericho, you know, and then all of a sudden, because what what was key for me was the U E that they made was off camera, yeah. And now all you see is the fucking headlights, <laughs> like they're like we're about to run you down, bro, bro. And it, dude, did the imagery of this? I wrote down it was uh, it was part Indiana Jones and the Giant Boulder, and then <laughs> other portion of a uh, Jurassic Park T Rex chase scene. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, man, and, and he that that one he took was pretty. Pretty bad. And, and and this wasn't a yeah. normal size golf cart. I I had to emphasize I thought it was funny how JR goes, Are you sure that's a golf cart <laughs> Yeah, maybe for Andre. You know, like yeah, I like, talk, like just talking about the, that, that's the size, one of those runner you know? cards for like for like uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Y- yeah, definitely. I mean they they emphasize how far the talent's got to go. You know, and travel. You know, in between arenas. But after that, you know, um, basically Jericho gets teased that he's going to get put through a table. I love this part because there's a scissor lift right there, and literally Matt just tell turns Omega be a spot monkey. Go ahead, you want to dive off that? Indulge your addiction. You know, and <laughs> and he didn't get the spot he planned for, but uh, you know he does power it on scissor lift goes up and he hits a hell of an acai yeah moonsault from the top of that even on top top of his own partner but you know i like this because this would send the action to the astroturf and that's when proud and powerful show yeah. up and, and you get more of what you're saying that spoon fed the band is back together we're all hell here yeah, you know because he, he and, tried for the one-winged angel they attacked him and then it was like it was more than one it was uh oh yeah the, 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 they, they triple power bombed uh yeah, Omega, uh, Matt right? Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Matt Hardy got it first on the double tables that yeah. they would have put and then they, Jericho through and then they, they, take, got, they power powerbomb on top of the cart. On the roof of the golf cart. Yeah. Yes. That and was then three. uh pick them back up. Yeah. Judas, Judas effect. Yep. One, two, three. They look like a million bucks standing on the turf. Middle fingers they, up. Yeah, middle fingers up. They got their logo lighting up in the back on the marquee looking like rock stars. It's kinda like Don't forget, we run this. We we don't need the belt. And it's similar to when they first formed on the first night, you know? Overall, I thought this was a – like I said, you know, many were saying what they were saying about looking at the matchups straight up and thinking they already knew how the the show was going to go. But even with that, I felt like this was a great effort because this was the first time that they were able to go live. Yeah. So I felt like the inner circle – going off with the inner circle the way they did was very much essential, much needed. Yeah. And, and again, it – freaking nail on the head with what you just said. is like, we run this, and don't yeah. forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing's changed. You know, I, I, yeah. know, I know that Bubbly Bunch was all cute, but nah, nah. Yeah, I mean, and that was two too. Was, or, or not cute, but key is that there wasn't a Bubbly Bunch this week. Because yeah, they right. were all there, man. So, yeah, no, that, I thought that was a pretty good uh, episode of, of uh a. No, yeah. Might. But uh, I think it's about time. Oh. Let's get into the gold brand here. got to cross to the other side now. Might have to. I mean- not that I had less things to say about it, but this might be more of a rapid fire type of situation. yeah. It was. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There were things I like, but there was a few things that I, I think a little. I was less enthused or impressed by. But I'm yeah. sure we'll get to it. I mean, we open up NXT. Uh, Johnny Gargano, new music, uh, new yeah, gear. New, new gear, new huh? gear, and uh, he's facing against uh, you know Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic, and uh, we talked about last week. You know, basically Dominic. Just called out. He took umbrage of what Johnny had to say. Thought he was playing a victim, talking out both sides of his mouth. Um, To me, I thought this was just a good showcase of contrast of style and stature, basically. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought it was – I mean, he had Dijakova getting in most of the offense, obviously, until Candice LeRae comes in to get – oh, she comes to ringside, gets a little bit – serves as a a distraction overall. Yeah. Uh, Johnny was able to get a a few of the upper hand um, opportunities there. Obviously – I was able to, uh, you know, win with the "quote unquote" one final beat DDT that he's calling now. But yeah, the one, slingshot DDT. Yeah. W- one thing I just got to say, uh, well, one spot I liked is you know, he had Gargano pulling the turnbuckle pad off, and then he, he was able to Hurricane Rana, yeah, uh, Dijakovic into it, and it, and it didn't it look well. overdone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got to say, side note, there's times, man, where I just feel bad for Dijakovic because it's like he's attached to the hip with Keith Lee. Yeah, because he can't have a match without them bringing him up. Yeah, it, it's it's like, it's yeah, it's it's like Batman and Joker, dude. Oh it, it really is. Yeah, man, and I was gonna say sure. too. I mean, and he's very good at painting his own canvas. Like he doesn't need Keith. You know, I mean, I thought Not stuff all, like yeah. that 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 worked in this match. You got Gargano, but you know, Uh, yeah, but there, oh, definitely. But there was good wrestling logic, as in like Gargano feigns a knee injury, took you know just to fake him out, and then you see him do the same thing later and yell "Gotcha!" and he (laughs) hits him with a big super kick. But um, I would say I thought Candice should have probably been out there. She should have came out with Johnny. Like, she didn't have to do the it big, the, 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 the big entrance. It didn't make sense that she Yeah, and I felt because like... Because after what he did with her, her match, it It's like a step sense. back to me. I mean, it's like yeah. you had this gushing intro, and you guys are now this united front as, like, Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, wrestling. Yeah, obnoxious, and, like... And it was yeah. meaningful, but it's, like, nothing more than what normal heel people would do, and I just feel like I want to see more from this new, new uh Yeah, it was direction. kind of, yeah, like you said, a step back is like where we kind of opened up to some more character development, then they kind of, like... You know the the layers yeah. kind of closed back on that one, so. especially when she's like, "Well, I'm I'm married to him. I have a reason." It's like, then why weren't you out there to begin <laughs> yeah. with? You know what I mean? Uh, from there, we get Imperium pre tape, uh, not, not bad. Short and Yeah, speed, we got uh, we got them calling out the broserweights weights for a chance at the NXT Tag Championships. Yeah, which, they don't want those tag titles uh, to be smirched, man. man. I mean, you know, they they you know not to give too much away, but obviously they end up uh, accepting the challenge later in the night. But from here, we got uh, one of I think two. Uh, cruiserweight tournament uh, matches we it was uh, akira Tazawa versus jake gallagher or oh, i'm sorry not i'm J- um, jake Alice. A- and me. it's gallagher Wait, it was a Jake? Oh, wait, wait. No, uh, no, no. It's, yeah, you got Akira Tozawa versus I'm Jack sorry. Gallagher. And then you had Kushida versus Jake Atlas Thank later Thank you. I, wrote, I, wrote, I had them side by side here. Yeah. I no, up I, was gonna, I was going to say, too, uh, it was weird that Imperium kind of said, we're better than British Strong Style and Undisputed, by the way. But you're right. Akira Tozawa, Jack Gallagher. This was a short <laughs> match. I didn't think it was anything we wouldn't have seen, like, on a Raw or anything. Uh, one thing I like that the, uh, in terms of offense that Jack does, he does this thing where he catches people mid air with this fireman carry. Last week he did like a um, like the wasteland. This oh, wow. time he did a, S- a Samoan drop, like oh, okay. where we did it. So, but um, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of an awkward DDT onto the apron, and the, yeah, he and Akira would get another point in the tournament, yeah, he, winning with the senton he, bomb. Up, he's up two zip. Yeah. So his, his last uh, opponent here is uh, uh, Del Fantasma. Um, mm. I mean, like you said, uh, to me it was fa- it was fast paced out the gate. Um, you know, obviously Akira showing early promise with his speed. Yeah. Gallagher grinding him down with the strikes and stuff like that. Um, uh, but yeah, ultimately we uh, you know, Akira gets the win and yeah, uh they they said it good. They said a grappling maestro versus speed demon. And I was like, Yep, that's what we're watching. Which is weird to call him the speed demon, even though they call him like what the stamina monster. Who, Akira? Yeah, that's his nickname. Yeah, yeah definitely. But it was is it weird for me to think that maybe Jack should have took the win, but I get Akira should have got it because he's been putting guys over. I feel like it's going to come down to Akira versus Kashida in the finals. That would be, be insane, dude. Um, because they're the only two that are two in zip right now, I believe. Yeah. Um, after that, the oh, no. Robert Stone brand. Oh, what? sorry. No, no. Was that not Chelsea no, Green versus Zee uh, Well, I was just going to say that we did get a uh, – uh, that's the only reason I wrote this down because this was dumb. Oh. Uh, people need to start coming to work. <laughs> They cut to a shot of Charlotte backstage getting ready for her match oh, all later. And yeah, then commentary yeah. says that it's her, quote, first time since WrestleMania, end quote, that she defended her title when she just defended it against uh, Mia Yim. Did no, that know? was a non-title. That was non-title? hmm I thought that they, the whole time no, they the, kept. No, the whole thing was just to yeah, have was... a poetic. That was not even you know, worth it. I thought, that uh, was, I thought it was she ending, handpicked I guess, her. poetic. You know what I mean? Like, like, like to have a, oh, you were my first match, and now I'm going to. I'm gonna do you a favor and give you what you gave me. Like, is what was it against her that EO came out? Yeah, that was, I could have yeah. swore that was it because the way that they were uh building it up for you know, they always like to put these matches together to get people to watch. Mm-hmm. I could have swore that was a championship match. Well, but... it was because she remember she won the number one contendership, so I don't know if anyone could. It wasn't like she won a briefcase, so I don't well, know no, if no. anyone could have jumped. In yeah, front I of her. was just because I could have swore that Charlotte had cut a promo saying, like, oh, I'm handpicking people. Like, I'm giving you the – didn't she say something about the lottery ticket? She was like, that was her analogy. Oh, I'm giving you the, the lottery ticket. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. I don't think, I must have missed that part. I remember her saying that she wanted to make her a star like she did years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I digress, but you were right. We got Zaylee versus Chelsea Green mm-hmm. representing the Robert Stone brand. <laughs> and, you know, I got to say, uh, not much to say here except for uh, that we got a, a, real, a real impromptu uh, <laughs> distraction and – uh, ring involved or match involvement from Aaliyah, yeah. Um, which it was weird I that know she was this by still herself. going on. Is she still vowing to break her nose? Is that what it I, is? I, I have no. You're asking the wrong person. Okay. Keeping yeah, not she with that dull-o. one. But it looks like she possibly is being recruited uh, to the Robert Stone brand, which yeah. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Finally, gives her something to do. Though I did like her pairing with Vanessa Bourne. but who knows? Maybe she'll follow suit in the next yeah, couple weeks. I, as well. I could definitely see that. I mean, yeah, I mean, but is that too many women in one? You know, especially when you're still trying to not only build, quote-unquote, the Robert it's Stone brand, done, but no. the Chelsea Green brand. Well, true. But she could. she's probably going to end up being like J&J security supporting role. Not security. But oh, you know what I'm saying? Because putties. Because, yeah, I mean, and, and just in case we don't, need, like, we need to tell you. But, yeah, Green would take advantage of the distraction. She hits the I'm prettier. Beats uh, Lee for the win. But, yeah, after basically Robert helped uh, Leah up and it was where She didn't leave with them. But she left like looking frazzled. But it, De- well, yeah, he, he, he it, motioned right? to her to like come, yeah. come, come with us. Yeah, so, so. Um, we did get a promo from Velveteen Dream about his NXT Championship later at night. Yeah, it was kind of warm um, I mean, it was whatever. I mean, I think we all were just waiting. You know, we kind of knew that this was not going to be a situation he was going to win. Particularly, obviously, based on. Outside events, I I would be lying if I didn't say I thought I was going to be surprised. But we will definitely get to that man. Well, all I'll say is I figured that he wouldn't because this would be the perfect. First of all, it's it's better for him not to have a crowd Mm, right now because you know that crowd. A better moment. They can control everything. I mean, it's like being able to not have a CM Punk chant in Chicago. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it was just I don't know. Like a lot of people think that this may have been. Like we may not see him. Like this is a, a perfect way to write him off TV right now, mm-hmm. uh, while they figure out what the heck's going on. Oh, but, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, but uh, after this, Sean. we got uh, the debut of uh Carrion Cross. Yes, and Scarlet No Bordeaux. I noticed that as well, um, but not against it. I mean, you know, because hey, for one, they always cut people's last names off. So yeah, he went against Leo. Ruff. I mean, Leon Ruff. I'm okay, sorry. so I got to, I got it. <laughs> before you go on with that, you know who who his girlfriend is? Who? Aja Smith, the the newest uh, oh, African American really? female, so killed two birds one stone, making history there uh, with WWE the referee. And I think she yeah. was part of that match. She was. She said oh. she literally said she had a dream come true where she not only is able to referee for a WWE, but she got the referee one of her boyfriend's matches, <laughs> and then she got to see the worst yeah. squash ever. Um, um, yeah, this obviously is more entrance than match. I mean, um, yeah, we'll just cover that. Emerges from smoke. Doomsday Saito picks him back up. Doomsday Saito. Picks him up Brock style and, and grapples him in the uh, uh the cross jacket and and, yeah. and it was not the cross jacket just so you know no not, no. The, not the normal well, he, he, one yeah, I think he, they're he, a little worried he about used, that he used his leg to pull back to like pull back the other guy's arm uh, yeah the other guy the other arm yeah to scissor the arm in. yeah, yeah definitely, thank you that's that, yeah but especially with UFC going on I should have knew sleeper that sleeper hold versus like he usually clutches it you know sort of like what the Taz has been doing but yeah. Um, I mean, it's, wins, it's, about, it's, like, it's like a seatbelt. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, Todd Phillips says, "Carrying Cross is the damn devil. What the hell did NXT just let in his doors? <laughs> you know, I, I want to say, because not, there's nothing to talk about with the match, but um, I love the the entrance. Proved that. Possibly the greatest Karrion, in NXT history. Karrion, well, I mean, remember I talked to you off. I mean, I was telling you, like, for one, I'd say this is proof that he's going to be a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. The presentation alone proves that. And what I was talking to you about the other day was uh, my thoughts about there's been only a few other times that I was this blown away with a debut entrance like this as far as presentation. And that was like Finn Balor, mm-hmm. uh, Sanity, which was a mm-hmm. you know one of our favorite ones for a while. And then, you know, Nakamura when he debuted in uh, yeah. Dallas, which was another good one. I'm pretty sure I'm probably missing another one, but. Well, I mean, even I mean, like some, like visually, like The Fiend or how they kind of were presenting Lars uniquely with that silhouette, even, um, you know? Like, even they uh, They've they're taken time to put name? time the, in. Uh, the Archer of Infamy hits is not bad either. Yeah, Damien Priest. Damien yeah. Priest, thank you. Um, But yeah, this, I mean, out the gate, I mean, one of the things I loved was the imagery of the bird flying. Oh, the my gosh. That was, I don't know if that was um, projector or what, but that yeah, was insanely yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, the ominous music that turned into the, you know, the lip syncing and then the song just turned, you know, and it had all these, was it fall and pray chance? Yeah. And and so, fall and pray. And and, and that's what, and I couldn't, man, there's my mind goes so many places, but I know we got to, this has been long already, but, to me i felt like and i told you this this was like the live meme of like if monster push was a real person and then boom enter carrying cross like the whole message of you know scarlet she's like this like this siren bro that's like navigating him to the ring and it was like very trance like and, and honestly the, the the music was really like consuming and to the point that it when was it did experience, change, for sure, yeah. it, it, it like rattled your core where you're yeah. like, you know, because it's got these heavy riffs and <laughs> just like thunderous intention. <laughs> well, well, but the only thing that I'm worried about, the only concern I have is if he, they have a Undertaker situation where his, you know, his entrances are going to be longer than his matches. Well, I mean, that, that's, that was the, the case with like Baron Corbin when he first was doing his matches too. You know, same thing with, yeah. with Goldberg as well, but. Um, I think that he is special where he can get away with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, what I loved was how there was still smoke in the ring. Even after the entrance oh, and man. even bef- even after the match was over. And I was like, I don't know if this was done on purpose, but this needs to be a thing. Oh, see, and that was the other thing. I thought I thought Leon should have looked more scared. Like, when the smoke went down, he had his, his dukes up. Like, all right, let's do this. He had his girl in the ring, bro. Yeah, he yeah. Gotta- <laughs> I, true, but I feel like the way he emerges, like, all right, I got a fighting chance. It's like, bro, there no, is no I, way. I no punk, bitch. <laughs> uh, man, but uh, yeah, I, and if you, I'll, I'll just add this. If you get a chance, um, if you haven't already, listen to what Cornet had to say about it. Um, we'll talk about it off mic. Oh, no, I heard it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I heard all of it. He, yeah, It's interesting because it's I mean, he's not he, wrong, but it's like... But yeah, he, he he has his points, but it's funny because there's times where you think he hates it, but then you hear him compliment it. You're like, wait, so which yeah. is it? Um, yeah. But, you know, next we did get our NXT Women's Championship match. We this, did. Uh, uh, we really didn't, though, because all I got to say... Is uh, Io Shirai wins via DQ after Charlotte uses a kendo stick in the match for what? Yeah, I was not a fan of that. I mean, it started off competitive. I mean, it just makes uh, it me just, mad uh, because because yeah. I was uh, yeah. I, it, they used mm. they 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 put her through a whole ladder match just to use the match as a way to bring Rhea Ripley back. Yeah, and, and to get her back involved. Like I don't know, man. It just makes me mad because I've really looked forward to seeing this match, and I just felt like it was a waste doing so much you know with the vignettes because like dude the vignettes made her look like this assassin and and, like the way she was like oh yeah that pretty pretty castle and like it just made EO look like such a badass and so again you know me I always look at it as if I am not a real fan and I just turn on the tv what do I think you know and I felt like that that did EO no favors and then yeah you're right so you get the figure four attempt around the post brings out Rhea's return and then I guess they're bickering because she keeps telling her to shut, shut up, up, shut, shut your she's mouth yelling and, in, in you know, in Japanese and that later, you know, and I guess we should just get to that. Now later on that happens. Cause she interviews and says, yeah, she beat me. Rhea says she beat me, but you know, that was just one night. And then we get a shoving match. Shirai comes back and, I don't know. I I guess that's gonna play somewhere, but you know. I mean, if it's a triple threat, cool. But I mean, she deserves her her one on one, straight up. That's yeah. all I gotta say. And, about I, and that. I, I yeah, definitely. So. But uh, next we got our second cruiserweight tournament match of the night. It was all by your boy, mm-hmm. Jake Atlas versus Kushida. Superstar. And you know what? Though it was a short match. This actually let Atlas showcase a little bit more than I I, I you know anticipated. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course before succumbing to a mid-air armbar counter from Kushida from the tap out. Man. Um again oh. that's two zip for Kushida. I love when he hit that backflip neck breaker because I've seen him hit yes. that and I was like, oh cool. So they're, they're not trusting you yeah. with, with all that. And it too, yeah, I, I agree. It was not a bad match uh despite the time limit. But I felt like ever, both guys, no matter who would have won, would have walked away looking like a million bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had he had a pretty good uh, amount of momentum he was building there and then he just got, got caught slipping, which is totally believable with the guy oh, yeah, proficient. The oh, yeah. By the way, they need to stop. I mean, it's funny because, you know, in this match, they kept referring to Kushida as the, uh, a submission magician when I'm like, y'all used to just tailor that specifically to Shayna. Yeah, the, see, she had submission magician, and I know I, I've tried to say this on the show before, and I finally remember they – and then Drew Gulak went with submission technician. I remember thinking – that's like the same thing. That's like a double, like you know, like in each sense of the word. But no, yeah, man, I'm it's technical, weird, but, but I don't trying, stretch you. They, they <laughs> gotta calm down on the references, Maro, and the coining of the phrases, Maro. All right, but uh we there, love you, Maro. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, we do get an interview. Kushida, I was able to decipher most of what he said, but all you need to know is time will tell. He he wants to honor the cruiserweight champions of the past, and that was it. <laughs> Junior <we> heavyweights. <clears throat> um, yep. We did get a Finn Balor promo addressing the, 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 uh, the attack, which was a fucking farce because they made it sound like he knew who it was. I'm so pissed, And then he goes dude. and doesn't say who it is. But quotable here, mm-hmm. playbook 101, attack the guy mm-hmm. and get the push. Mm-hmm. Only that big push you're looking for won't be a push. Mm. It'll be a squash. Oh, Pretty through, good, right? Through the table. That wasn't too bad. So I had to add. To that. Uh, but, yeah, I love that. But then it was weird. You know, First of all, bless Denzel DeJernay. He's getting a lot of opportunities here, but I don't. I've never seen that dude before. Bro, no, he's, I'm he's not gonna lie. But that segment he was in, uh, I I did enjoy. It was, I mean, it was weird, but it,
0: it, yeah, it I was, mean,
1: it was him versus Cameron Grimes. Cameron yeah. Grimes, baby. The was, I guess it was Grimes. Isn't he the oh the technical savage? Yeah, there you go. Um, Cameron picks up the win with a, you know squash with the in of course. Yeah. Then he gets a, uh, you know, cuts a a post-match promo. Yeah, times are a-changing around here. It's grime time, slime. (laughs) Uh, But then proceeds to reference some of what Finn, you know, Finn Balor was saying earlier before his match. Yeah, and Uh, and, and it was cool how he rolled into it because he was trying to say, I deserve better than what I'm getting, and then said, just like Finn said, I better just go for the top spot if I want the top spot, and it's just – Grimes didn't go to, like, NXT 101 where you don't drop the prince's name and think he ain't going to come see well, you. It was just because he, when he said, too bad someone beat me to it. And I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, man. which was not. Yeah, that's and, right. put and in the mouth. By the Jim way, I've right been there. loving because this is two for two for because Balor first did it with uh, Velveteen. And, uh, you know, uh, which we still haven't gotten that match, which I guess we won't get ever now. Mm. Uh, remember when <laughs> Velveteen had mentioned Adam Cole, possibly – uh, uh, the, the greatest NXT champion ever and then all of a sudden Finn is like nigga what you say yeah you yeah. put some respect on oh, my, my name, name. yeah Man. and that was another that's why I was yeah. mad that I, I've that been match didn't this. happen and, and you know what? Uh, what I like too is this all basically came down to Cameron not knowing Finn was coming down behind him, saying, "Hey, I'll get but his this." But this was this was not I'll good. slap him in the mouth. Basically, the, 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 this wasn't good for him though because for it, for it, Balor- made, he, it made Grimes look like a fucking bitch. Well, bro. it was. You know, I don't think it made him look well, like a bitch, well, but I think he. I mean, because at first, he, you know, he does he, he, he does stand up for himself. But yeah, you go ahead, sir. Because he said, "I I don't want nothing with you. I just had a man. I don't want none with you." Yeah. I don't want to do, I just had, I just had, I'm like, you just squashed that man. And you are like, oh, no, I don't want, I'm like, oh, Yeah, bro. but that man's not no Finn Balor. He's not no No, I know, but, no, but what I'm saying is he just said, oh, I just had this match. I ain't trying I'm like, that wasn't even a match, fam. Oh, well, see, the way I looked at it was when he was saying that, I felt like he said, I was just trying to do something. I just had this match and I just got caught in the moment. And, oh, you like know, that, that, oh, yeah, okay, that, okay. That's man. how I took it. And he was just like, nah, man. You been here two minutes running that mouth. Slap me, bro! And and, and yeah, he did try to Finn walk was away. was not with the Fugazi. <laughs> no, <Nah>, he, he <laughs> was. Like, he was not. He slap w- me now or shut the fuck. Yeah, up. Yeah, and he does try to leave, but he wants none of it. And then he says some other time. And, and and he even said, "Don't touch me like that." Which I was like, "Oh, okay, you know." But then he he said, "You know, you go, you gonna be a man of your word and slap me." He's like, "Oh, you want to see a man?" And then he, yeah. He basically set up the match that was announced next week. <laughs> Pretty much just got a <laughs> – which was uh, Finn Balor versus Camen Grimes. You know, a double foot stomp and a uh sling, a sling blade, blade for yeah. His and then of course the I don't know if the the Broser weights, but Tim and Thatcher and Riddle, they have been confirmed they're gonna face Imperium for defending their tag titles that next week, too. But this brings us to the main event, right? NXT championship match, Adam Cole. Bye bye. And Velveteen Dream. No, we still love you, man. <laughs> still got love for you play? I got to um, say it out the gate. Dream set the physical tone. Like, I felt like this match started dude, almost right away. Shoot! he was Okay. Any match you see the Dream and he either slaps Adam Cole. Yep. Or he clubs someone on the back. God, it's so loud, bro. Yep. Um, one thing I had to say, because they act like we don't know. WWE production team, media, whoever is in charge of this. Mm-hmm. Change Adam Cole's video back because we know that that's the same writing as Ciampa. <sighs> yeah. End man. quote. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. End quote. Thank you. And this match was dope. Um, You know. Oh, 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 oh. and by the way, I love how they, they added the crowd effect for the boom, but not for the baby
0: in the well, entrance.
1: Oh, I didn't even. I, I, I <laughs> Yeah, that's right, because Cole's the one that said it. But you know what? Hey, you got to. True heel's going to feel themselves, right? So, Very true. But he- uh, I don't need you, you piss <laughs> But, no, man, I, I, we had the uh, the Dream DT uh, – Dr- I'm just going to call it the Dream DDT. Finally, it's hard to say He it finally like that. called it. He's like, yeah, the, the, the reverse STO DDT. I was like, oh. Yeah, oh. it was a Dream DT. Um, but, yeah, no, we got that kind of early on. Um, I got to say, man, like, he he was kind of in rare form. Um, I, and, you know, I don't want to speak too much on all the spots because we basically will get to what happened. But I got to say, when, when Dream came out, his hair was braided, and I thought he might win. He's dressed – for the job he wants. He looks like he could be interviewed and it wouldn't be taboo because his and, hair and he is didn't a certain have the, way. He didn't you know have the I mean? boo-boo face when he came out either. Exactly. <laughs> like I felt like he was all business. And I felt like he really used this match as a way of saying, I know I probably won't be trusted right now because these accusations got to clear up. But I felt like his approach to the match with the aggressiveness was really about I need to show them that I can go this level. You know what I mean? Because – even down to Especially the Especially if he's going to be taking some time away. He's like, I want them to remember the Ex- last thing I did. Exactly. Yeah. And I was just going to add to that because the, one of the last things he did before the match didn't turn in his favor was he did hit the purple rainmaker and counted his own three count, but the ref was out. And that's yeah. always some old school where you have a case to bring back to the court. I should have been NXT champion, and not to mention Dexter Loomis was in rare form <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, we should get into that because we do get spots like the patella drop, brainbuster, and, and and you know the the um former you know the Dream shot. Valley driver, and yes, the former last <laughs> shot. Thank you. And what I liked about this is when. Uh, you know, he kicks out of that, you're right, U-E in the form of Roddy Strong. And uh, come on, Roddy, and Bobby Fish. They come on down, and they think they're going to slide in the ring. But Dexter Loomis comes slithering out, man, straight up slithering out, and cuts him off. Um, and they mix it up. And in the fray, basically, that Roddy was, Strong yeah. comes. He gets flapjacked by Dexter, but he aimlessly... Oh, I should say not aimlessly. Kind of like kinda, he kind of just carelessly. He's yeah, like carelessly. Well, I, 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 I guess it, that guy's knocked out. Yeah, because he collides with the ref, who you know at that time does the, the ref spot. Oh, something's going out the ringside. Let me go ahead and bend over to the ropes of all, uh, and uh, letting them let them know I'm in control. What, you know? what do you think about Dexter Loomis fighting off both those guys by himself? Because well, I, it, it was the way it was done. It seemed like he had to take shots at each one, one at a time, but rapidly, sort of like what yeah. Sting would do, but not exactly. what what Sting would do not not even with the sharp um intent or execution <laughs> Sting, you, you know what like, hey hey come here what's up kidney shot yes yeah, oh I can't breathe no where's Scott at <laughs> oh <laughs> like, man just hitting everybody with the kidney shot um one thing you know I, I did have a uh you know we, we did our first episode of a, another venture we're doing outside of Quincy Jones show uh the for the love of wrestling show um, recorded a, a first episode with Brian Andrew, the Awkward uh, Side Hug podcast. Flow. We actually had an, uh, an idea. This is genius. You you would have loved this. We were talking about because I was like, do you think that they did this purposely as far as Dexter Loomis's involvement in this to kind of give him something to do while like you know Velveteen may have to take some time away. It, um, and we were talking yeah. about how we thought, yeah, that's undisputed. Is a perfect like it, against like a Dexter Loomis would be great in the way. Oh yeah, he could run the gambit, dude. Well, well the way the way that that I, I, I likened it, what I was like, you know, because we always say that U E are like the freaking jocks, the high school jocks mm-hmm. of NXT. Yes. Then you got that weird kid that everyone makes fun of yeah. but don't want to fuck with. Yep. I'm like that. There that, would be comedy gold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, you know, we were just playing messing around with that but i, I, I thought that i thought it was worth dropping here because you yeah. know we did see some shades of uh po- possibly some uh, crossing the streams yeah we'll we'll see man we'll see but no they do end up getting the better of uh of loomis velveteen see what's going on he hits a double axe handle he walks back in the ring eats a super kick then the last shot to the back of the head one two three adam cole celebrates bay bay as the uh, ongoing, well, undis- oh, I won't say undisputed, but, well, I guess it is oh, yeah. undisputed NXT champion. And, um, you know, they go off the screen. Never-ending <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never champion. Yeah, exactly. And, and they go off the show with Marl basically, you know, noting a valiant effort by Velveteen, but not enough to conquer the champion, you know, and then adding Adam Cole utilizing the last shot to remain champion, but I doubt this rivalry is over by a long shot. So, you know, it, it kind of lets long you know. Last okay. Yep. okay. Well, see, I did that. You think he writes these, like, he would be like, hey, hey, what's the last match on the card today? Ha, got one. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I know, again, you know, pretty lengthy, but this is the 100th episode. What? Gosh darn it. And, uh, you know. Obviously, with uh, the day this comes out, actually, it will be Money in the Bank. So, I think it would be only right Ooh. to uh, produce a few rapid fire. And I think that would be no problem seeing as there hasn't been a whole lot of uh, storylines. Yeah, I think there's only like six matches. Yeah, right? I, I have I have six here. There was another one that was uh, announced that I won't even bring up because it was just mm. a random ass I can't even remember. The, actually, the, I can't remember who it is. Mm. I, I even can't even remember. Who, it's like a, a singles match for absolutely nothing. But uh, let's go through it, man. We got a... Uh, Fatal four way uh, tag team. Yeah, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. I imagine the Lucha House Party was inducted into this match after the Uso or one of the Usos went down with the, was it the ankle injury or a leg injury? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Still Mm -hmm. undiagnosed? No, no word on. How serious just yes, yet? But enough oh no to pull no, him? no 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 he's out for months. Is it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah he got, I'll, I'll see if I could bring but that. up. But it's still undiagnosed later. though. They still don't know what it is though. Yeah. They just know it's serious enough to pull him off TV. No. Okay. I think you might be. Uh, so Kevin Owens has an undiagnosed ankle injury from. Oh, WrestleMania. that one. Yeah. 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 So I think that might be what's on. But but I think it's Jimmy Uso. Yeah. He does, He has some sort of uh, leg injury that yeah keeping him out. I think. Six months at least, but 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 they still they don't know exactly what it is though, right? Uh, I I'll, I'll find it for you. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyways, it's the new day, defending against the Forgotten Sons, defending mm-hmm. against uh, Miz and Morrison, defending against Lucha House Party. Um, I'm just gonna say that, you know what? Fuck it, let's have fun. It's been a while. Mm. I'm gonna say Miz and Morrison take them back. You know what? I'm gonna say Forgotten Sons really? and. This is why I I I really think with SD they need a reset on the tag division, but I just feel like one of the things you hear right now is WWE talks about they want to they got to make new stars. Imagine that, you know. Wait till till the circumstances like you know of COVID force you because you know the cap on your talent pool between that and the actual uh, legible competition. Exactly. Yeah, And, and I think they could do that by crowning new faces, new champs because. Let's be honest, they've done nothing mentionable besides be part of the Dusty Rhodes Classic since they made their NXT debut, and then they jumped to the main roster, and I think they have a chance here to make you care about who they are, because why wouldn't you care who's holding the belts, you know? So, that's what I think. I think Forgotten Sons uh, will take it. I mean, they've had a few uh, memorable uh, bouts against, uh, you know, One-Two Punch, and... I mean, the popular theory is people think uh, New Day or somebody, whoever wins, Miz will take the pin, and that's gonna open up the uh, potential for Miz versus Morrison. You know, finally. Oh man, who I, know, who I think knows? it's too soon. But uh, we also have a SmackDown Women's Championship match. Oh yeah! Believe it or not, Oh. it is the role model, <laughs> Bailey, taking on Tamina. Tamina. Ooh, Tamina Snuka. No, no one, no one, Mina than Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> I I, Yo, know, somebody, I, I was watching uh, Russell talk. They were doing the predictions. And somebody was like, "It's Tamina Tuesday every day." <laughs> <You> <laughs> Hell know. yeah! Uh, um, I, I'm just gonna put my safe my money on a safe bet here and put a uh, Bailey down. But hey, man, it's money in the bank. Who knows? Hey, you're right. Undisclosed uh, injury, Jimmy Uso, six to nine months. I'm going with Bailey. Uh, frankly, sure. I think it's cool that Tamina's getting something to finally sink her teeth into, program wise, but it's too little too late, man. Um, I just felt like she could have used this years ago. Um, yeah, dude, I watched when her and the Usos originally debuted together. I think you may have sent me that clip, and mm-hmm. it was just surreal. Like, it's, like it's, it's not the same person. No, yeah, it's not. Know? And I honestly, I think this program is just out of necessity. Bailey doesn't have any real. Credible threats besides Sasha to take it. And, the and belt they're from, still working so, with like, I'm half going the deck with, right now too. Yeah, so. but I'm going with Bailey. Um, from there, we have the uh, Universal Championship match. Oh, Braun Strowman! I'm going gonna against Bray. Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's the Fiend. I think it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and I want to say this. I've done my homework and went back and watched this build and this build only, and I like it. The only thing I, I can do. say is, uh, I've it, it's it's a shame Harper and Rowan aren't around and were released because this really could add more layers to yeah, a really right. intriguing program. Yeah. I think Braun's gonna when I think he might beat the piss out of, of uh of the shepherd of sorts. Uh but the, I, I think it's just to set up the fiend to come out and play. Yeah, I feel but I was like thinking how much better would it be to bury him by getting beat with a guy in a pool over of cartridge. And it's <laughs> no. not above WE to think that way. The popular theory <laughs> uh much to what you're saying is that Braun will win by DQ because quote unquote the fiend will interrupt and doesn't make it's like not like the fiend and Bray Wyatt aren't the same person. But you know, what I mean, like that's people think that's going to be what WWE does. the scapegoat, like, oh, that's an, an outside interference because he was going against Bray, not the Fiend. Oh, I remember what that that random match was. Oh, what's that Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Because oh. a lot of people think that this is like uh, a a window for Sheamus to come back because they've already been promoting some issue Sheamus has with Jeff yeah, Hardy. So it's right. like, oh, is this is this the bar coming back, or is he going to join with? shinsuke and sammy and then there was talks about i think we were talking about it before there was a few talks about potential heel turns i think sammy Zayn was one of the the names on that list yeah, but, but I, I don't like he won't be back for a while i was gonna say i don't see it because he's like yeah he's he's choosing not to be present right now during the tapings oh sammy um but uh yeah i don't know man uh but uh, we have uh, – you said Braun Strowman. I'm, mm. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt just because I want to see my buddy get a win. <laughs> um, we do have the WWE Championship match. match. Yeah. I mean, I think for Drew McIntyre. I was going to say it's safe to put the name Drew McIntyre on the table <laughs> after he hit Seth's face on the table. <laughs> no, nah, it was uh, – like I said, it was – I, I love uh, the build that these two have been putting on. A lot of people have been very, very crucial – and critical about Drew's reign, but I'm like, that's really unfair, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't think – I think he's been doing – like, I've been a fan of what he's been doing on Raw and everything, so – and that's important, you know what I mean? Last week we were talking about Vince's perspective on whether, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously his opinion on what's moving the ratings and whether whose fault that is, and I'm like – Drew's not to blame for people because, you know, they've sunk to a new low again this past Monday. Well, as far you, as you even said that. He said, hey, we got a new champion, but he didn't even name him by name. You know? Which so. is, you know, but he's naming Brock Lesnar, who's not even the champ yeah, no he more. Is, so. He's the big money. He's the loser of well, yeah. uh, the match, but – um, from there, yeah, I have... Wait, yeah, who do you got? I have Drew, for sure. I have Drew as well. I mean, it's the first time since, if you count the Big Show defense, uh, I guess, as, it's the first time he's defended the title, right? Yeah. Since, since, so, Wrestling Logic says, uh, you know, they, they've been snowballing his energy. WWE wouldn't do that for nothing, but they have done worse, so who knows? Yeah. I'm going to go with Drew. I'm I'm sure it's a lock that AOP will return and Murphy will get involved. Um, but yeah, I, think, I don't know because one I, of the members of AOP is hurting. Oh, okay. Well, I, so I mean, I, I go with Drew. I, I, yeah, man, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. I think, I think it's another bicep. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's the third, the third bicep this All time. Right, team's getting hurt, huh? I keep breaking them, boss. I'm oh sorry. man, they're gonna start. <laughs> they're gonna split them up soon. That's, oh, that's how Vince man. does it. But yeah, I'll go with Drew. The the popular theory though is Seth. A lot of people think that Seth will Our win man? because they think. They want to prop up Drew to win the belt in front of a crowd, preferably SummerSlam. They think they'll have him drop it just to. They don't need, to, They don't need to do that. I don't think so either. I. I, I don't. I don't think, I don't think I, I he's don't. doing bad. No I, don't, no. I mean, I think with the again the with the amount of uh, cards they're dealing with in this particular game, and the amount of suits he's been able to line up with in this particular card game, he's been doing well. You yeah. know, So, mm-hmm. um, it's not his fault. I I don't I just don't see anything I I have not been bothered by anything that he's done. Yeah, no. And, you know, we're usually very vocal about, about that kind of stuff. And, so and, the, and that scene could use a breath of fresh air like Drew. No offense to Seth, but it's just like you've been around it for a while. Yeah. so I, I did love Seth's promo, though. If you get, a, I don't know if you had a chance finally to go back. Yeah, but. no, that's another one I'm trying to get on to the promos for, because that looks like that's going to be yeah, a, it's, a really good match. It was really good. Cause it, it, and they've mixed it up before, but just different shoes on the feet. Well, it was, it was just a different promo style for Seth, because he wasn't being, like, snarky. Mm-hmm. He wasn't being cocky. He was even giving Drew props at certain points. Mm. So, yeah, it was very interesting. But um, I digress because we get our last two matches uh, rolled into one here. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Money. The- oh. Money, money, money. Or is money, is it the money, at- money, money, theatrics money. in a the bank? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the women's Money in the Bank match. Nia Jax, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Lacey Evans. See, another mm-hmm. name people were... Just thinking that may uh, may turn heel as Carmella, as her and Dana Brooke have been having a little bit of yeah. uh, camaraderie as of late. Um, yeah. people are were saying even um, Sasha may be getting uh, in the hill territory back in the the championship match with Bailey, but she's not even featured on the card. So now, but that how. is a popular theory. A lot of people think Bailey and Sasha will jump either Carmella or Dana to take her spot, so that a Bailey has an inside man on the on the on the job. Oh, that's but true. then Sasha. Has their own plans, yeah. yeah. You know, what I mean, like, cause you know that classic. Oh, I will just have my best friend win it, and, and she'll never cash in on me. Because totally. There, there's totally. no, yeah. There's no chinks in armor over here. You know. I mean, um, uh, another one was the fact that they thought Drew Gulak would get involved with the the men's money in the make match. As we have Daniel Bryan, mm. King Corbin, Otis, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, and AJ Styles. Mm. Which I could see that because. He kind of used Gulak twice. The first time was right in time for WrestleMania where he was like, yeah. "Oh, if he beats your your dude, then we're going to have an intercontinental match." And it's like, "Why wouldn't I just have a, my own match?" You know. Yeah. But then I guess this time he got attacked and he was like basically told Brian to take my place in this qualifying match. And I'm like, "So that should have been your spot." Oh, okay. I, you know I see. I, mean, so I see. So the recipe is yeah. there. I don't know if they're well, going to make the stew or maybe yeah. something different. Well, the other but- thing too, I, I hate that. That's the big kind of. It seems like it's it's right there. It's Becky had, who is a current Raw champion, has already announced she's going to confront whoever wins the Money in the Bank ladder yeah. match, and it's not post Mania Raw, you know. So I don't know if it even makes sense for it to be someone from a different show it just makes it seem like it's going to be someone from Raw. So that's the only thing I, I kind of hate about that too. But yeah, I uh, my vote is uh, – and I know it's kind of healthy to have one, at least one uh, – or honestly, more than one uh, name on, on these votes. Uh, to me, I think Asuka, uh or Nia is going to take it. I'm thinking Asuka th- – Nia doesn't really need it. But, well, but I, I, actually, the way that they had Braun use it mm-hmm. – that was interesting. So I mean, we've seen it done with a monster before. Yeah, you well, know, because Nia, I mean, she just came back, so she could use the stepping stone. But well, well, you know? so you're gonna pick two raw people? Oh well, no, no I I, mean, I it doesn't have you to. You know, what? I, I didn't mean, even think totally about that. But I, I just figured, to me, I feel like Oscar. She's, you know, she's gotten back on Vince's radar. It makes sense, you know. She already won the Royal Rumbles. She's got to get back in the title scene. Somehow. You said Asuka and Nia, correct? Yep. I'm gonna go. Because I love Oscar, but I don't think they're gonna give. Because uh, you know she's still kind of having her hands filled with the tag team stuff with the Kabuki Warriors. So I'm oh, gonna is say. She? Okay. Well, I mean, she's still doing. So- I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Kyrie Saint got. Uh, I'm guessing she got hurt from yeah. the match before. Yeah. Because that's but, what I was thinking. Maybe she needs something to close that chapter now. But who knows? Yeah, I'm gonna say Nia Jax and Shayna, only because Shayna had that promo after WrestleMania, and we haven't seen any shade of her coming close to making those words come to fruition yet. So mm. the only way you could is really just, you know, get another shot at the champ. You know what I mean? And so. it's tough too, because it's like, Shane, it kind of strikes me as someone that might not need the, the, the briefcase, but like, we never thought Brock would win the case either. And he yeah, definitely didn't need it, but yeah, I, I don't know. To me, I get to see Oscar, like using the mist on somebody and one and taking the uh, briefcase off the ladder. But uh, let's get to the men's side of this, yeah. man. You know we got Otis, which I was very surprised he made it. Uh, yeah, as opposed, to, Alistair, uh, as opposed to uh who, Dolph Ziggler, he was he oh, sure, that, so. oh wow, that's so Otis uh, versus Aleister Black, Daniel Bryan, Ray Mysterio, AJ Styles, and Baron Corbin. Who you got, man? I can tell you who my first pick is I'm still, uh, no, no, Alister Black uh, and AJ Styles. That's exactly my exact. Because I was same gonna ones. say uh, Daniel Bryan. But I don't know what he would do with him. I mean, they possibly could do a whole thing with like Cody and, and Damien sand- yeah <laughs> yeah, you know, I would Sandow, say yeah, with sand- you know, between him and Drew Gulak where, you know, the, the jealousy grows over time or whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't you know and again, Daniel Bryan is in the the business of trying to put lesser guys over right now. So no, he definitely is. Uh, I, but I, I, as just, far hmm. as who who I see holding that title actually for a whole year, or the or the briefcase? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the Money in the Bank Championship. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna say AJ and Alistair. You have the same? Yeah, I mean, to me, it makes sense. Uh, I just look at everyone on the board. Um, Alistair, I could see it. Uh, he's a guy that I think stands to gain the most from winning it. I mean, he, they poured, you know, a really good amount of gas on his fire. But and, I mean, I could just see him popping up and hitting the black mass, and it being one of the coolest, you know, cash-ins ever. But I don't know about watching him walk to the ring with the briefcase. I think it would be weird to it, see him do it, that. With, with it'd his be entrance. pretty. Well, but remember back in the day, they used to have those personalized. Yo, yeah. uh, oh, that's true. It could have like horns. They could, and stuff. They could yeah. bring it back and make it look super gnarly, man. Yeah. Like, Who was the one the one that had that weird one that looked like it was chocolate? Was that Sandal? Oh, or was that oh, Corbin yeah. Or yeah, something? no. It, it was like one of those. Uh, that w- it was supposed to look like. Chocolate. It was basically like one of those. Um, like professional yeah, looking oh, I, ble- I leather it, yeah. bound like I, I, suitcases. I know exactly. I, it's um, on, it's on the tip of my tongue because yeah. the only I was gonna say the only other one we got was like uh, you know Brock's boombox. Yeah, no, that's So there, there was that, too. <laughs> that's true, yeah. And so AJ, I think AJ, too, because I look at it this way. He's got no other place to go but up. He just returned from certain death in the Boneyard match, and then he, he lost his buddies as they got released. So I feel like, especially when you lose a match against The Undertaker in a match you called him out in, you know what I mean, at Mania – You got nowhere else to go but up. So I think to me, especially with Styles, he hasn't won a Royal Rumble yet, so this would be a good thing for him to add to his accolades. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I I mean, I think that's one of the only – I mean, he's made card champion, world title, what, two, three times? Yeah. I don't think he's won the uh, IC title. That would be actually really excellent to see him elevate that division. Yeah, he had the – I mean, he kind of elevated the United States championship for sure. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And the crazy thing, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you what the popular theory is, is that Otis – might take this because a lot of people see well, Vince Mandy is, uh, in one arm and, and, and him holding the briefcase in the other arm is the best way to go off well, the, the well pay-per-view. Vin- I guess Vince has been the one writing a lot of their stuff. Well, uh, he had. I mean, he released the lady. Well, that, no, yeah, yeah know, but but yeah. See, there's a little clarification on that. She didn't write the entirety of it. She was one of the like Main writers, yeah, involved. that were working on okay. it. But it still had to go through so much other, you know, mm. approvals and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, apparently he's like his biggest fan right now is, is Vince, and uh, when it comes to Otis. But I got a um, bonus question for you. Who do you think is getting thrown off that roof? Rey Mysterio. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking maybe a lot of people <laughs> I thought read a thread about Sonya Deville's gonna come out and like get revenge and throw Otis off of there, like Hogan did to to <laughs> the giant back t- in the day in t- WCW. T- t- Man, I I I'm, I almost could see Elias coming out and doing it. Well back I, was, to, I was I was I uh, was thinking Corbin. that too because I felt like he was gonna get involved anyway since he took him out with the uh bruised larynx and all that good <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. But um But you know what? That was the Money in the Bank predictions and our jam-packed show. Uh, I mean, damn straight it should be. It's 100 episodes, baby! Uh, Thank you again for the ride and and just, you know, supporting us this long, man. And shout-out to everyone on the Quincy Jones Show staff, interns, all you, you know. Me! The the craft services is open. You guys can go and uh, grab something to eat finally. I know you guys have been— me! And this guy, the hip-hop hybrid to my right. And Mark. Shout-out to Mark McFly as well. Again, none of this is possible without you guys. Uh, Shout-out to everyone listening. Shout-out to everyone supporting as well and checking us out and downloading, streaming, whatever you're doing. Anything you're doing to support us, we definitely appreciate it. And uh, be sure to support us by following us on all social media. That is Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. That is Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. And that is officially facebook.com backslash Show. New page, bitches. That's right. We back. Ooh. came back on them. Mm. Came back on them like oh, red wine. Back like we never left. You know what I mean. So yeah, I, I admit it looks a little bit empty now, but you know we got to rebuild. You know, and and, and what better way? Uh, what better way to to start rebuilding than uh, with this 100 episode? So again, shout out to Leo Rush, man. Um, if you guys again, independent wrestlers, or uh, or even just you know part of the the wrestling industry right now that's part of the slowdown obviously with public events and gatherings not being allowed and being restricted hit us up man we would love to hit you guys with a lovely ad space free dude i'm not here to make a buck off you guys in fact i'm here to help you guys make a buck off yourselves ladies and gentlemen spread the love help spread the love spread the word and if you guys got something coming up maybe you guys got a great cause coming hit us up the Quincy Jones show at gmail.com on the other side if you guys are itching for a creative outlet and you maybe would I don't know, want to cut a promo maybe would love to get interviewed about your passion which is pro wrestling hit us up again would love to get more guests on the show again following this lovely 100th episode with Leo Rushman all you got to do is hit us up the Quincy Jones show at gmail.com. but first you got to make sure you go get that Fuego music from not only just Leo Rush, my, my my fans. You have to also get it from my boy over here, hip-hop hybrid extraordinaire, one and only. Yeah, let me tell you guys, a hundred episodes. I've been telling y'all, go get my damn music. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google, all the above, whatever is your favorite platform. Check me out. Doc Lesnar, the hip hop hybrid, because I mix mainstream and I mix pro wrestling and I mix underground wrestling all in one thing. And underground re- mu- music, all that. You guys already know this. I'm telling you guys, this is about to be number 101 that I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm telling you, man. But go ahead, check me out. Follow me at Doc Lesnar, on Instagram, at Doc underscore KJS for more of the podcast side of things. And go ahead and follow us, the Tower Gang, at Tower Gang, for, of course, our music duo stuff, man, because we be killing it in the booth outside this podcast stuff. Other than that, man, you already know, you heard Quincy said we got a new Facebook uh, Facebook page. We're going to build it from the ground up, go to the cream of the crop. In the meantime, find me on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Doc Lesnar, and you already know what it is 100 episodes, man, and 100 more. Let's do it. No pukesters to my right. No, no pukesters to my left. No, no. It's gonna be all organic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top guys. out. out. Dig it.